By the time you hear this podcast, you'll know Big Red's office hours. Let's do it like we did in the tunnel. Is there a heart? Is there a heart in the house tonight? Stand up. Stand, Stand up. up. Let me know. Let me know that you understand. Is there a heart? Is there a heart in the house? Is there a heart in the house? You got to have love. You got to have love in your heart. Welcome to, by the time you hear this podcast, I'm Greg. I am Ben. <laughs> and we're back with episode 160. And uh, oh. we're starting this a little later than than I anticipated. So we're just going to jump right into it. We got a guest. He's been here a few times before. He was last here. I think we talked about the movie Backstage, the documentary Backstage. Oh yeah, and he is disappointed by the by the topic. Like I, I didn't build, I, I didn't, I didn't, didn't hype it up or any. Love. I didn't. <laughs> you know what, Greg? Not a house of hype. <laughs> you know that. what, Greg? It's not your fault. I don't blame you. I don't blame you, man, Robert. I blame all the niggas out there in the street. All right, now, 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 we're gonna talk about this a little bit more. But let me let me give you how I felt about this movie. I'm going to tell a story. You weren't moved? No, 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 no. Let's say there was a pretty girl, right? And everybody told you how pretty she was, mm-hmm. how sexy she was in the sack. And if you just had the opportunity to go to that magic mountain of sex with her, it would just make all your dreams come true. As a matter of fact, the part that Greg just played is the part that everybody tells you is when she lay it on you. Oh, for oh, real? I didn't know oh, yeah. that. Okay. She, oh, yeah. She's okay. like, oh, yeah, when you get to her, it's going to be a house full of love tonight when you get with her, right? <laughs> Let me tell you something. What they don't tell you is they know it's trash. <laughs> they, they, no, no, no. They, they know. They know that you're going to be disappointed. But it's like an initiation. So you in there, you in there, in it, hitting it, you in that part that you think is going to be the climax. But somewhere you smell an, an, an odor. But it can't oh, be it, it, it can't be her. It can't be her because everybody has told me how awesome this girl is, right? Everybody has told me how much I'm I'm gonna be a part of every other nigga who fucked who obviously had a good time. But then you realize, no, I did it's not the fact that I didn't change my socks. 
It's oh. not the fact that my sheets oh. might be a little dirty. <laughs> it's this nasty bitch, right? But those things are true, though. <laughs> it's this nasty bitch, right? The whole and, and you know what? When I got back. And I said, hey, man, I think I think she's staying. They laugh. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you had the experience. No, nah, nigga, you lied to me. Okay? This this movie, the five heartbeats need to be changed to the five heartbeats bottom, the tail of the ain't shit niggas. Because not wow. nobody hey, in this show would work. take. Nobody in this show would work. You know what? Some black all-stars in this movie. <laughs> All of them that's ain't shit. Not, that's not too. That's not too far fetched. All of them ain't shit. Okay, because right, we'll watching it, it we'll like I it. had some, but that, that'll yeah, be we'll the topic for a little it. bit later. That's, so that's, let's get into. It starts with a bang. Uh, let's get into some hot news. Uh, some some music news as we normally do. So, um, a West Georgia alum like us, Lil Nas X. You ain't talking about my boy Montero, are you? Hey, look, you my, know Montero, y'all like Montero, that? We call him the trigger guide. Uh, you know what? <laughs> call me by my guy. name. I like that. <laughs> call me by my name. He's the, he's the trigger guide. I don't I, I don't understand why why people think him being gay is not a bug, nigga. It's the feature, right? So anytime, <laughs> any, anytime y'all try to hear, oh, he taking dits in the ass, he know. Uh, you know, I use that term on somebody, that phrase, this is not a bug, this is, this is not a glitch, this is the feature. <laughs> They're like, I'm going to use that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... Yeah, this yeah, I agree. Yeah. This is it is yeah. So so when Boosie said that you're taking dicks in the ass for shame, like this bruh, this man had a lap dance with the devil. <laughs> he does not care. Yeah. You calling him gay you can call him all these other things. I listened to the album. The music ain't trash. Yeah, it's pretty good. So uh, He knows a hook. Oh man. He knows his way around a hook. Oh man, and, and catchy Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I liken him to and this is Back to a discussion Kevin and I had, who we had on a few weeks ago. He's like Ozzy Osbourne. He is he. We haven't had a musician like that in a while who will just do things just like to shock you, like pee on the Alamo or bite the head off of a bat or something. He's out there. The music is 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 there. Like Ozzy made good music. Lil Nas X makes good catchy music. And then every now and then he does something weird just to kind of you know stand the headlines. Oh, there might be blood in my shoe. Like. No one really believed that. It's just, but it sells. It sells records. I mean, in, in the world of the whole Me Too movement and cancel culture, and I guess that's the shield to stop you from getting canceled. Like, look, I'm just gonna be really gay, and I dare y'all to stop me from being me. <laughs> like back in the day, you know. Uh, and I'm, I'm back a, in the day, there were no gay rappers. Yeah. Yes, there were. I mean, you just they, didn't know. <laughs> just, they weren't. They weren't like popular had you know songs on you know hold on hold on i feel like there's a rapper that a says is gay that actually never came out the closet but you think they oh, were yeah well, it's a, not just rappers nba players well yeah but, but no but, but we're talking about but rappers just with though. rappers though because i feel just like there's rappers. someone you have in mind that like like when stewie said oh really he had to well he wishes like i feel like you got that type of rapper in your head uh i mean <clears throat> Jay Z, is it Jay Z? Let me stop. <laughs> nah, Jay Z too ugly to be gay. Nah, that, that wouldn't work. Um, because I can't think of any Tigger. Oh, really? They said Tigger was taking dick in the ass. That was Korean Stephen said, <laughs> right? Not Tiger, like, Tigger, Tigger, like, Big Tigger, like, yeah, Big Tigger, like Rap City, the basement. Yeah. Currently, the Hawks PA announcer. Yeah. Tigger. They said it's one of the reasons why he never was able to. 
to to, to get any bigger because he was gay. Huh? Really? Yeah. I never heard that. You heard it here, folks. Or probably not. No, you everyone read. Or if you, yeah, if you read her book, I <laughs> feel like that was book. in her yeah, book. That was in her book. She had two books, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, first or second? Do you know? She was a modern day prophet. She said that uh, Eddie Winslow was into some sus shit. Now we know he is. Huh. <laughs> I did not know that. Well, that's why they oh, broke up. Oh snap! Okay, so it says that she caught, she allegedly caught Big Tigger and um, Tyson Beckford having sex. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. One I mean, of those is not really that much of a surprise. I know, right? The only, this, this is what's break my heart. This is this is what this is the one thing we're talking about: gay people that people just don't forget that. For some reason, America has just glossed over. As much as I love the um, Lakers, I know they're going through a tough spot now. And Anthony Davis is gay. Really? Well, see, are you just basing <laughs> that on that one like ten second video when he was at Kentucky? Because that that no. is that was weird. No, I'm I'm basing the fact that he had a full on relationship with Brittany Griner. That don't mean. Nothing. Oh yeah, he did break. He did date her. Oh, was that his? Beard? But what they and while they were both in, while they were both and this professionals, and this she was, came because she came out as a lesbian. Yeah, well, right was, when she came to the WNBA. Oh, so that was his beard, essentially, is what you're saying. Makes which, sense. Which is, let me tell you something. If you fucking, it doesn't. Get, it it doesn't add up, but it adds up. Does that make sense? <laughs> let me tell you something. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. But I, not, I don't want to. I don't. I mean, I don't. We, worry we too all much know, about it. We all know but, Brittany Griner's all woman, but if any one of y'all niggas was dating her, I would pull you to the side. Look, look, look man, <laughs> it's okay if you gay, bro. Don't do that what to yourself. She's six nine. <laughs> she she is a lesbian, though. like she yeah, dates women. Yeah. yeah, like if I see when I see if I were to see her kissing the man, I'll think I'd be watching the gay porn. <laughs> she's that manly. She dunked in. A, she dunked. In well, the she finals. she's all she always on Instagram with no shirt. Or bra or, or nothing. Oh, or? Brittany Griner As got if a she's dick. a dude. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I don't follow her on Instagram. I just yeah. will do like masculine. Like, <clears throat> yeah. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to get. I like try not to get canceled. Oh <laughs> man, you know. Try to use the right words. You know. Oh yeah, you, you can. Can they see me? <clears throat> yes. Look, Greg is the nicest person in the world. He would. Not he, really. he he he. <laughs> He supports all those movements because he's a thespian. So a lot of his friends are kind of on that spectrum. Abraham don't give a fuck, all right? Hey, <laughs> y'all know Brittany Griner is uh, a man. All y'all know that Anthony, if Anthony Davis was dating and having sex with her, it was tantamount to a homosexual relationship. I really did not know they were they dated. How long ago was this? Was this like early in their careers? It was or, long enough for us to yeah. remember. Early in the career, though. Yeah. Okay. The, just the, like it's like I said, how it adds up, but it doesn't add up is that she came out as a lesbian mm-hmm. when she went pro. He couldn't date Candace Parker. She fine, and she just she might have still been with title. Sheldon Williams at the time. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That lame dude. <laughs> I told Kendra his nickname. She was like, "That's the lamest nick." I, I was like, "I <laughs> know the landlord. the landlord." That's such a stupid nickname. Because he owns the paint. Ho ho ho. Any nickname you have to explain afterwards. The land is dumb. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's why'd you name the landlord? Because I own the paint. Then get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's a horrible. I mean, you nickname. couldn't call him the super. <laughs> Not super about and him. he wasn't even good. We wasted a draft pick on him. He was the fifth overall pick. We wasted so many draft picks back Where then. Where is he now? At home, I guess. I don't Somewhere. know. <laughs> he hosts the podcast. Think, no, you know what? I think he. I think he's actually. A, <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. No, I think he's a coach of the. He's one of the coaches on the College Park Hawks. He part of the man of spirit with Kwame. The what? No. 
No, he's. I, I think know, I really where think. Where is Sheldon Williams? Yeah, I really think he he coaches. He's one of the assistants for the um, RG League team. Not not to get off subject, but I'm gonna say this. Hollis Park Skyhawks. Let me let me say this. He was. Oh damn. This whole Kyrie <laughs> Irving thing and um, Stephen A. Smith done, and they had um, was it Sheldon Marbury? Stephon Marbury. Stephon Marbury and Kwame Brown. They just had them a good time. You know they hate Stephen A. Smith. They I were, bet they do. Oh man, this nigga was talking about. Now, now, Stephon Marbury, we saw that nigga eat Vaseline. So. <laughs> <laughs> Stephon Marbury, I can't believe Stephon Marbury was like, Muhammad Ali would be proud of you. No, because Muhammad Ali did vaccine commercials. Look, this, well, this. and Muhammad Ali, it, I, the causes that, I mean, like, they're not even the same. They're not even close to being the same. Like, the things that Ali gave up versus what Kyrie is not giving up, if we're being real. So I'm not even gonna go there. Talk, uh, that made me where mad. were we? We were talking okay. about we were talking about Lil Nas X. So trigger guy. Ass. <laughs> so uh, Boosie a couple of days down. ago. Um, well, actually, start Lil Nas X made a video saying that he was <laughs> it was, as a joke. He was saying he's making a song with with Boosie because they've had words before. And of oh, course, I didn't know Boosie, that's how it started. Okay, yeah, Boosie is triggered, of course. And he tweets out, uh, stop trolling me, uh, Gaysler. What, what, what Gaysler? <laughs> the one that starts with an F. Oh, man, he went full fast. Yeah, yeah he yeah. said it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he said, uh, if you hashtag commit suicide, you would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. And wow. Twitter took down the post because it violated the company's policy on hate speech. Even though he's Definitely. The third most popular artist streaming worldwide right now. But yeah. I, 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 okay, so the camera back looking at me. Yes. Um, Bootsy, you, you like little Nas, don't you? Because that was just a lot of energy you put on him. Look, the reason I don't have anything against gay people. Because I'm not gay. I don't spend any of my time focusing on gay people because my time is on three, two, three things. What to eat, what I'm going to eat, where I'm going to sleep, and what women I'm going to fuck. Right? I have no other time. Only dick <laughs> I worry about is mine. Anybody out here in these streets worrying about what a gay man doing wants to be gay. And Lil Boosie was in prison. Let me tell you something. Anybody who go to prison That's more. That's what about wipe me down. <laughs> yeah, wipe me down. Yeah, yeah. Wipe me Brand down. New After you come, wipe me down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Boosie liked that badass, huh? All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wipe me down. <laughs> this this is what happens when Abe's on here. So like I said, come after you. I wish that motherfucker would. I take that little that little check he got, that little eight hundred. <laughs> um. So um. Yeah. As I, as I said, Lil Nas X, as a joke, said that he was working on a new song, and Boosie threatened to or, well, early this year threatened to drag and beat him. I'm just reading the article. If that's if that's so funny uh, though, that's all it takes to get. Him but then, months. but then after the after Boosie's tweet came out and people talked about it, Lil Nas X he responded by saying, "I am truly saddened. I have never been so mortified in my life. I can't believe Disney Channel has yet to play Halloween Town this entire October." <laughs> <laughs> that's the shit I'm talking about. That's the shit I'm talking about. Like he's on a whole new level, man. Look, the rap game, the rap game, and the music game has expanded to allow um, 
out uh, homosexual artists, right? Um, one day they're going to have a trans. I looked at the new cypher. They had like a trans person there. They oh, had for like, real? Yeah, they had this one gay guy with green hair. Look, the world is changing. And where it used to be that they didn't want um, black people out as much, um, now people are saying, <laughs> look, we want to have everybody out. If you got a problem with that, you need to shut the fuck up. If you got any kind of money, and you got any kind of issue with that, then you need not put that on social media because that's what cancer culture is about. Mm -hmm. Cancer culture is saying, look, we moved on. You can no longer say fuck shit about people anymore. You can no longer um, you can no longer have any kind of biases past just, you know, jokes or whatnot on people, right? You can no longer grab women by the titties. You can no longer <laughs> say, you can no longer dress in blackface. That shit's fucking offensive, right? I don't right? know if I'm going to live in a world where I can't grab women. <laughs> I, 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 look, look, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. If you, if you were born in the 1950s and you can put your hand up your secretary's ass and she just went home and cried in the closet and nothing happened to you and you want to uh, opine for those days again, it's messed up. You know, some things some things go away. Yeah. I want the yellow Skittle back. The, the Skittle people decided not to bring it back. They got that green lime bullshit. I guess that's been right? how long it's been since I had oh, I thought it was Skittles. the lime one that was they discontinued. Got rid, they got rid of the yellow one. I thought they got rid of the green one too. No, What, what they change it with? Uh, last time I had a pack of Skittles, it was a while ago. Yeah, it, yeah. But I had it used to, it, the shit used to be um, yellow, orange, red, purple. So maybe there was uh, maybe it wasn't green before. And then uh, and the yellow was that makes the line. sense. And then I the think, yellow, I, yeah, I think the green was the is replaced the yellow. And then they changed the green and they made it lime and no one liked that. But then they made the green green apple, which is worse. But guess what? What? All the Skittles actually taste the same. What the difference is, their smells. So you're smelling green apple or lime or whatever, but they actually taste the same. I knew Greg was that weird kid in the back sniffing Skittles. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I actually saw this on uh, Instagram and YouTube in the last like few weeks. But I haven't had Skittles in a long time, so I hadn't really thought about it, but... When someone brings up Skittles, I can, you and you know, any conversation, you can bring up that little tidbit. Oh, <laughs> hey, man. You got to Yeah, they did quote. a blind taste test. Yeah. What? To determine that they all taste the same. It's just the, it's the fragrance. Wow. Yeah. So when I put them, when I, I remember I used to put them all in my yeah, mouth. Yeah, I never eat them individually. Yeah, like that's, yeah. That's too. Who does that? Yeah. Like psychos. But see, that's, <laughs> but see, that's the thing. Like, that even what? though no one liked the yellow by itself. It was an integral part in all of them being in your mouth at the same time, right? Pause. So <laughs> it's so funny though to hear you talk about a, a like a, a flavor, like opining for a flavor that doesn't exist anymore. And I'm pretty sure like you probably wrote them and bought stuff just to make sure. Because one thing I re remember you always did, anytime you saw Baskin Robbins, you would go there because you were like, I'm helping keep them in business so they don't go under. I mean. <laughs> And, and you know what? There used to be a Baskin Robbins on Greenbrier. It was uh, a wonderful Indian family. Let me tell you something. Abel this, support you if he wants you to stick around. This fat, this fat thing ain't a new. This is generational. They used to know my whole damn family when we walked in there and knew my dad's order, my mom's order, my order. Tiffany didn't eat ice cream because she's a weirdo. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think Tiffany would appreciate you saying that, but... <laughs> 
Oh God. Um. So yeah. Uh. I like that name though, the Trigger God. I'd never heard that. Yeah. I'm gonna call him that from now on. Oh, oh yeah. definitely. Uh. So one one uh Twitter user uh because with uh Lil Nas X had made a series of videos on TikTok I think last year or the year before saying that when he got the news that his mom wasn't doing well in rehab with her addiction and him and his bro- boyfriend broke up, and this is when Old Town Road was still uh, on top of the charts, mm-hmm. and he did find himself contemplating suicide. Whoa, okay. But he didn't. And he also said, uh, and I know when he, I think he had dropped out of West Georgia, mm-hmm. and he was living with a sister, and she kicked him out, and then while he was living with one of his brothers, he experienced domestic abuse, and um, in one of his videos, one of his music videos, he um, has a younger version of himself coming to grips with the with his sexuality. And then one uh, Twitter user, well, Doctor John, well, John Paul, John, Doctor John Paul, he said, uh, "Boosie isn't mad that Lil Nas X is queer. Boosie is mad that a queer black rapper is doing better than him in an industry that has built its foundation on homophobia." <laughs> Mm, what do you guys think of that deep times have like, ape just said it times have changed dude like get out of if you can't get with if you can't get with it get out of it i guess times are changing it, it it's like the bob dylan song says times are changing what are you gonna do are you gonna sit back and you know dream about the days you could hit your wife and everything was okay <laughs> so long as you didn't show up in public with a black eye like, are are you gonna are you gonna dream about that, or are you gonna dream about hey, you know, maybe these people just want to live? Yeah, that reminds me of an episode of uh, of Cold Case, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> but there's an episode where um, this uh, this woman was uh, this this woman was trying to find like what happened to her mom because she she had been adopted and she had found out she had been adopted. Mm-hmm. And trying to find out what happened to her mom, and then while the, the the detectives investigate, find out that the mom was in an abusive relationship with a cop, and the girl who was who was found out she was adopted was actually a twin, and there was a scene where the uh, the 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 husband was beating on the wife, and and then she called the police, and the police came over, but he's also a police officer. So they're basically just shooting the shit with him, <laughs> and hey, then and then nothing um, happens. I'm guessing. Well, then I, it happened another time, and then like a guy who's I guess he's a rookie or something, uh, you know, he tries to help her and you know gives gives him give her his card and um and then they end up like kind of sort of having a relationship. It was like more of a flirtation. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't um, shit either, huh? He saw that the, woman. Well, the the rookie cop. No, he was he was a good guy. He's was still he a really? good guy. He was really he he was. But he he was because I think he tried to he helped her get to a woman's shelter when this was this was and, the, and oh. the, it took place in like the sixties. So the, this was like the early days of what end, a women's shelter was. But at oh, the okay. end of the day, he was still trying to smash, right? Well, she liked him too. It wasn't <laughs> like. <laughs> it was like he was trying to force himself like they may have in the 60s. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is going to be a sexist statement. But oh it's going to be real. God, here we go. <laughs> this, one, this is one of the reasons why um, I sympathize with the transgender movement. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I woke up as a as a woman, I would be terrified, right? So I, I would have to do something 
um to 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 alleviate that because my mind is essentially masculine right um i say all that to say that man women got it rough man because this man just finished whooping your ass but then <laughs> another man come and you like obligated man i, I mean I don't really want to fuck my husband's partner, but he done got me into this home shelter. <laughs> <laughs> he helping me out. He's so nice. She's not. I, you think she was obligated? I'm going to show you the episode. Hey man, I don't it, think she was obligated. Hey, man, it's pressures everywhere. I just, I, I, it was somebody, like, finally treating her with some decency and respect. <laughs> no, no, no. That's pressure. Cause I I don't want him to go because I can run into another nigga. Here. At least I know he won't hit me, right? So I'm gonna go ahead and give the currency that I got, which is my vagina, and hopefully we have some have decent kids, right? But like she is running the game. Like I look, Greg, we need to have some more females here to kind of rein me in. But I'm telling you, that's what's going on in their mind. That's why they be so mean to you all the time. Cause it's like, look. I gotta weigh this game here. I want to keep this man around, but it's gonna revolve. It's gonna involve me fucking him. Like he, like yeah, this. We, no, gotta have, we gotta have a female here next. No, 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 no. We gotta I'm, move on. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Gonna go. I'm gonna tell you right. I'm gonna tell you right now. If this was a tragic accident and my dick were to fall off, all my shivery would leave with it. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> There's disbelief. So you so so you help all women out of the county so your heart without any sex being there. Well, I mean, I don't want to be accused of of saying the wrong thing. You and... you, you, you you paying patty case with it, like when you open the door and when you are nice to a girl, right? And and she not you're not obligated to be nice to her not because she like old or a little child or something like she's in prime old having... or a little child. <laughs> <laughs> she's no in, in between. <laughs> <laughs> she's in prime. F and age, right? Well, I, I always look at it in terms of like uh of space. Uh -huh. Like if I'm at the door uh -huh. and you're two steps away, uh -huh. I'll hold the door. But if you're like say but, you're at the I'm at a quick trip or something uh -huh. and I'm at the door and you're like ten yards away, uh -huh. I ain't holding the door. You ain't holding the door, but I'm when, not holding the door. When she's in that bubble. If she's in the 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 two step bubble, uh -huh. you, hold the door. Uh, and and when you hold the door, what are you expecting? A thank you. Okay. See, you expecting a thank you, right? I, I expect a thank you. Okay. And, and why, am why I supposed you, to expect more? Why she's what are you expecting? <laughs> why she's obligated to say thank you? Abe is expecting because I held the door. Okay. Why'd you hold the door for? Because it, it was. The I'm a southern gentleman. No, nah, that's some bullshit. Abe expect a steak dinner. That's what he's. <laughs> why, why, why you hold the door for? That southern gentleman shit is just a way that you you putting your bed in. Putting your bed. You are putting your bed in. Not not. I mean, holding, not, the, holding the door. That's what I want. I want to. I want to be. I want to be the person where holding the door led to led to fucking. That's what you want to be. That person. <laughs> See, if I am that person, so you, be it. You but are I have, that person. But, I, but that person does not person. exist. No, that person does exist. See, let me tell you something. I'm not. You. I'm not hoping let for it, but it, it it just has to happen. The camera's like still this. on me. <laughs> yes, it's ladies. never off of you. It's never off of you. It's never off of you. <laughs> look, look, yes. look, 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 look. Ladies know this that they're walking around with a lottery ticket, right? And every man, every nice gesture, to some extent, 
is putting his um dollar in and hit the jackpot. Now, some niggas just already got all the numbers just by sheer coincidence of what they are. And all they need to do is get that one number in to get the jackpot, right? Um, that'd be open the door. But some of us niggas is out here going blind, but you never you <laughs> you never you never let the just opportunity go. <laughs> I want I want that seed to be in her mind, right? When uh, if it was a competition between me and Greg, right, over the same girl, right, and this is the end of the world, right, I want to be like, man, I got to fuck one of them. Who opened my door? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Greg's doing. Greg's like, that nigga Abe ain't shit. I opened your door. He let that door slam in your. He cold. That's how he would treat your babies if he if you let him smash me. I love our babies after I smash. <laughs> so if she's in the two step bubble <laughs> at the quick trip, you gonna pull the door closed in her face. Hey 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 hey! I'm a southern gentleman. Like I've been brainwashed. Open the door for women, like I'm supposed to. Because women are precious in this world. They, they are, they are I don't a commodity. Know why when you that say needs... precious, I think of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> They're a commodity that needs to be protected. Abe, I, I really hope that you're not turning into a bitter, a bitter man as, I'm you, not a... as you get closer to middle age because you're closer than we are. I, I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not turning into a bitter man. I've always thought this way. What I'm turning into is somebody who shared that shit out in public. Look, the oh, the closer I Trump's get, Trump's America. <laughs> Just say it out loud. When I when I when I was eight when I was eighteen and twenty and I was broke and the only way I'm getting ass is by how nice I am. Then yeah. I used to be opening doors and being shiverous and going up to him as she finished grinding on some stranger's dick and be like how you doing? Would you like to grind on my dick for the next five minutes? I just didn't go and just thrust. I would ask them, hey, my name is Abraham. Did that shit work? No. No, I like opening doors in the <laughs> yeah. off the floor. Nah. Treat her like a lady. Nah, 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 nah. That was young Abe. That was young Abe. That was young Okay. Old Abe is like, look. Look. Excuse me, miss. What's your name? <laughs> look. Look. You can have sex with me today or never. We can take it anywhere we go. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm 38 you know years old. I'm going to change my Tinder profile to say exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We can have sex today or never. never. <laughs> look, look I, you know, not, not, not to quote people from the manosphere because I'm not really down with that I'll shit. I'll see you now or I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not really down with that whole manosphere shit, but I will say this. He said, this, this vintage dick. Vintage. It ain't going to be no other dick out there like that. All right? There's only going to be one Abraham dick out here in this world. Right? You, if you just, if you just feel like your worth is your box, which some women do think that way, then your box is only worth 10 years mask. There's another model coming 
that's already off the assembly line. Who 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 would love who I don't have to take nowhere nice. <laughs> there's a, there's definitely another show I need to get you on. I'll talk to you after. <laughs> there's another show I need to get you let me on tell, me, very soon. Let me tell you something. This is gonna be last thing because we off on the tangent. Let me get you last thing. I, I, my Facebook is full of dime piece women who held their pussy up to the sky. And now that that sweet 38, 35, 36, <laughs> mid-30s done hit their ass and they got all these babies from different niggas and shit, I laugh at them when they, I'm just looking for a man to love me. Bitch, you had 10 of them. They were just whack. <laughs> you sh- you should you should have fucked that chess that chess club nigga because that nigga right now is the head of uh down there in, in, in IT and test is friends with him not gonna put his name out there in the street you should have had said something I know that nigga making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year single no as drama hell. no drama hey well they're stuck you know asking Kevin Samuels for help that's why the shit is hilarious. I get my popcorn and popping to see them desperate <laughs> bitches get up there <laughs> and ask some stranger, some stranger who who you know gonna cuss you out. Yeah, they've seen they they have to know at this point who he is and what he's about. Like, like, like not the new thing is we off on the tangent, but this is funny. The new thing is girls will say, "Please, Kevin, don't put my face on 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 uh." On the live, I don't want nobody to see my face. The reason why they say that is because they busted, right? <laughs> okay. What Kevin Samuels do, because Kevin Samuels will always be two things. Real motherfucker. He'll <laughs> flash their face up there. Is she fat? And then play that little fat music. And then the whole time. I haven't seen, it. I haven't bro, seen any history. The last, the last stream, <laughs> this girl got up there. She had to be. Um, big like me. She was about my size, right? She got up there, sweetest pie. Could you please not put my face on there? That motherfucker showed her face. But if I guess it's weird that that they ask that because couldn't you just have your phone or whatever pointed at a picture or yeah, at at a or wall or covered up? No, no, he screens them. Oh, so oh, he, he won't even let you on. He screen He okay. won't let you on if you got like fake pictures or anything up like that. Okay, he'll he'll see your face, but then when it's time to go on, if you, you cover up the camera. No, 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 no. He got to see your face the whole time. Oh, okay. so he'll. So you, you can't even go. You, you can't get around it. Then the point. He of likes the, this. The that's point, what he. That's what <laughs> Kevin Samuels likes. He this likes stuff. this shit. He's doing this shit for free. And the currency for free is for people to make fun of you. It's good knowledge, but the currency is going to embarrass you while you get there. It's the price of admission. <laughs> yeah, the price of admission. I, I'm gonna make fun of you. Mm. But we talking about the five. Kevin Samuels, remember the five heartbeats? Nothing against shit. <laughs> oh well, yeah, of course. Um, so uh, what were we? Okay, yeah, we were talking about Lil Nas X, but it it's all you know. I guess to kind of conclude on that topic, um, like you said, times have changed, mm-hmm. and you just can't say things and <laughs> not and think you're. You can't just say something offensive and think that you're not going to offend someone just because. You know, if they don't say anything, then it's okay that I said that. Some people are going to respond. The thing is, is that if you're going to say some fucked up shit, say it at your house. 
Okay. Off the internet. Off the internet. I don't understand. That's how it used to be done. No, no, no. I, I don't understand. Like the football, the, the football guy got in trouble, and everybody was crying because they said they took his job and cancel culture. He put this on company letterhead. He talking this fuck shit. No, you need to lose your job. What? What happened to saying it at your house? Like, like y'all think I'm being real now? I'm I'm still filtering myself. <laughs> when I get home and I'm in my drawers, I'm more raw. But y'all don't never see that. Because some shit you're not supposed to say out there in the street. I don't get it. Just because just cause you have a Facebook account and you own the password doesn't necessarily mean that it's secret. Yeah. And, and, and you don't have to... You don't have to put out what every thought that comes into your head. Let it process, Greg. Well, that's the culture we live in, though. I mean, Twitter Some people is feel exactly, like they have to do that. Yeah. Like for me, like on my Facebook page, the only thing I post are any live stream videos I'm doing. I rarely post anything else. Any the the my profile picture is like uh, headshots Ben took for me like last year. <laughs> or something or i haven't posted i haven't put uh a, i post stories on instagram but i haven't posted a picture i haven't i haven't made a post on instagram in seven months look just because like i yeah. i don't feel the need to like whatever whatever comes to mind or you know what i need people to see what i'm wearing today or what music i'm listening to today or whatever random thought comes into my head or whatever ridiculous uh ig influencer philosopher uh whatever random quote they said somebody named gaskins or somebody named uh well whoever y'all know the kind of people I'm talking about i don't have to like i don't have to post things like that just because it's just I, I don't i just don't feel the need to do it it's one thing i've learned in my life um based on the life that i live is that i'm not that important in the grander scheme of things, yeah. I don't have a, 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 a overblown opinion of myself. So I don't need to put that on YouTube and, and, and Facebook and TikTok. But by all means, I want y'all to keep doing it because it's it allows me to, it's entertaining as shit. It allows me to look at this and be like, oh man, uh, look, like the busted challenge when. Um, it became socially acceptable for women to shake their ass in, in, in front of the TV oh, and shit. Bust it. Thank you. Bust it. Keep oh. doing that. I don't uh, want you and to... the silhouette challenge. And the too. silhouette yeah. challenge. That was still this that was this year. That was yeah. this I year. I feel like it was like years it was, ago. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I know I know people yeah. 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 And now I get to judge you and do all those things. <laughs> and I don't even like that's why I don't understand why people have porn subscriptions. I, ho I hope the porn industry is somewhere making some money out of it because it's women Oh, like, billions. Because that OnlyFans shit, women actually thinking, you know what? That's when they, like, they felt they could control, they can control their own content. They don't have to go through these yeah. companies. Yeah, well, they don't the, get a, the, That the, was the, the hustle. The big stars are still making their money because they let the industry establish them. Exactly. There's a few of the people who started out independent that have made it, but for the most part, as someone said, OnlyFans, porn OnlyFans are like is like SoundCloud for rap. No, so far. You think you think <laughs> like the big ones are established already, you got some independence, but the majority of all out there, you get like, you know, 10 streams a month cuz <laughs> nobody cares. From a business standpoint and a marketing standpoint, right? If OnlyFans wants to make their money and transcend to be 
um, something bigger, to be a Facebook, to be a Twitter, to be those upper echelon of content, they need to be able to attract a varying amount of advertisers, right? And if I am a, a if I represent Huggies or Johnson and Johnson or Nike, I don't want to be associated with porn shit, right? Now, if I was hustling silver um, toothpaste to get rid of the COVID in my mouth, of course, yeah. that wouldn't be a problem for me to be sold on, on porn sites. OnlyFans is trying to make the market decision like, yes, we made money from people taking advantage of our platform for something that's based around that's they money. Yeah. My money, I want I want to have that big um Facebook type advertisement money, right? I want to be able to um go into an organization, go to these investors and present a portfolio that's not full of dicks and ass, right? I so, think it's too I think the ship is set sail there. Yeah. I think the name is too it's the two are they, oh, it's, it's too late. I mean, it's uh, too late. Yeah. It's, it's too late for them to, to like, go back it on even it. Start out as that. Like, exactly. Yeah, I remember before to be, I found it was supposed out. to be like what Patreon, Patreon is. Exactly, people would be yeah. like, "Oh, see my workout videos on OnlyFans," and now you'd be like, if you said that, like, "What kind of workout videos?" I, I, what you, <laughs> I think what, I, I'm not sure if I was talking about this with y'all, but it, I, uh, some people thought that when OnlyFans made that decision, people were just going to move over to Twitch, and Twitch, it would be Twitch it, don't want that either. I know, I know they don't yeah. want it. But there, some people could find loopholes to where it will be there. Oh Lord, I don't know if Twitch that, has since like tightened up on those well, guidelines. I mean, there's, there's other but avenues. Some people, out there. some people would find other. You're, you could just move on, but no, no, no. I don't. I, some, I'm, well, I'm saying the the people who are who are on there could just move on to another platform because there are a lot of them out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as OnlyFans thinking. They're going to sustain what they have now and changing those guidelines. It, I, who believes that's going to work? It, yeah. it, it's not. And you have a lane, and that lane is porn. That's why they changed back. <laughs> that's why they reversed. Of yes. course. Like they're, they, you know where your bread is buttered. Just go ahead and, and let it happen. You're not going to be the next Facebook you, you, I mean, as soon as people as soon as the world opens back up and we can go and actually see real pussy instead of video pussy <laughs> then people people it, 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 it will the market will self-correct itself mm-hmm. we're in the correction phase that's what's going on with the whole supply chain thing that's what's going on with politics that's what's going on with gas prices and unfortunately that's going on with selling ass on, on, on only fans on, okay. only fans so that we can move on because uh I'm trying to get out of here before midnight. What? <laughs> but I, I, you keep bringing me back in. I, I know, I know, I know. I'd, I'd have one question. Yes. Do you listen? You 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 dabbled in the manosphere to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you familiar with Fresh and Fit? Oh yeah, I've never. Do heard of this. do you do you give them any credence? No. All right, good. We can move on. I, I don't have to judge you. It's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not about it's not about judging me. The, 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 this is the strange thing. A friend of mine, Justin, um, who's on my podcast, said something, and it was poignant. He didn't say it on the podcast. He said it on the general conversation. I find it funny that the Manosphere celebrates terms from the Matrix. Or red pill. Yeah, the red, red pill. pill. Yeah. I, I still don't know what that means, but I hear it a lot. Yeah. But the Matrix 
whole point, and the director said that, is for a man turning into a woman. And the Wachowski, the Wachowski then brothers are now the Wachowski yeah. sisters. So the whole, the whole, the whole manosphere, the whole red pill community yeah. to take the red pill to break your mind from the programming. Yeah. <laughs> the Wachowskis weren't talking about break your mind from the 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 feminazis in the cancer culture. They wanted to break their mind away from this dick. Right? It's so funny to see. <laughs> Um, cause God, I've been on, so I've been on Reddit for over 10 years now and I still remember the early days of the red pill community, PUAs, pickup artists, um, and, and early incels and just seeing now, seeing it oh, go so, mainstream now. Cause I, I've only seen the matrix like once is yeah. red pill. Like, so you take the red like, pill, I think to you say, so you open take, your to mind, change everything and so, then so, blue pills to so, go back to yes. who you were. So the, mm-hmm. the, um, I don't know if this is a good word. You, you. Is, the alle- is it allegory? Yeah, allegory. Right. The allegory for this is you're in the matrix, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. But then a man comes and offers you a way to get mm-hmm. out. You take the blue pill, you stay in the matrix. And in, the, in their mind, the matrix is um, beta males and... Um, women getting equal pay. Women getting equal pay, <laughs> getting equal rights, and it's their fault, and they need to be at the home servicing their man. And in the red pill, we break you out of that community, and now you'll be able to go and forge and go on your own path. Now, going on your own path leads to you with going on the path with more dicks, but hey, that's you, yeah. right? But that's the whole idea of it. Now, what I find strange is. The manosphere talk about relationships. They talk about marriages. They talk about alpha, beta, right? And now sigma. I've been hearing that. And sigma. The person who wrote that book was looking at some wolves, not people. One. <laughs> Two, he has tried his damnedest to get, to to say get that shit incorrect. off. <laughs> he has said, this is so wrong. I was so wrong. I was off. He's admitted it. He's admitted it true. countless of times. But they... And two, if you a real man about your shit and not angry at some woman who didn't want you, you wouldn't spend your time in this bullshit. As much as what Kevin Samuels is saying is true from a man's perspective, the one thing that everybody seems to forget is that he might be able to get you with a man, but he has no idea about staying in a marriage because he ain't married. He's been married a couple of times, right? Exactly. And it never worked. It, didn't it work, all yeah. failed. So I'm, take, I'm taking what he's saying. Because he's also combining like that 50s, 60s tradition of what but, but a see, relationship is but, supposed to be. But, it, but, it, but it's, a, it's, a, it's a grain of truth in that, right? It's a grain of truth in that. Um, us being black men in uh, in Atlanta, uh, me and you being single, being being married, right? We understand how black women treat us and how it's different than any other race, right? How they look at us as disposable dildos instead of actual human beings, right? Where um, they place more value in how you look not necessarily if that value is placed on anything about how you provide. It's because the man in their eyes is not the provider. They're the provider. They only want you to show off to their girls that who got the best deal, though. <laughs> Depends you know, on, in I a was... way, that sounds like the 
sounds like the porn industry. It is. See, no, no, no. Where women I, actually have all the power. No, yeah. No, 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 what, I, what, I, what I find strange, the most fascinating thing about this whole manosphere thing and this whole um, concept um, with women is that long time ago, you it didn't matter how your man looked. It didn't matter how tall he was. It didn't matter um, his um, economic background. What mattered was, is he so in love with you that he's ready to risk it all for you to sit at home while you give birth to his kids and not have a job. Now, if you approach it that way, God has given women the best hustle in the world. The problem is you value your pussy too high. If you get, no, no, what you need to do, ladies, if you listen to the show, look at me in my eyes. I want you to find that simp nigga that you curved, right? That's your husband because he's going to love you, protect you, honor you, still claim you after your various weight phases and take care of your kids. Now, the ones that aren't his. (laughs) If he's simple enough, if he loves you enough, he'll take on kids that are not even his. Mm-hmm. That's your husband. The the niggas who can do better, you shouldn't even try to get because it's not working for you and it's making you more bitter. Last, because we got to talk about the five heartbeats. Last thing, don't get validation from your girlfriends on how you look. That's the dumbest shit to me that y'all go around. That is actually something I will, I will, because there's other things I won't, I ain't going to say because I ain't like Greg ain't trying to get canceled, but I will agree with that. Don't let your girlfriends, I still think that's the funniest thing that women, and they're proud of this, they dress for other women. Yes. Like it's the weirdest thing because like your girlfriends will tear you down. Like they'll tell, they will tell you something that they think is cute is ugly so that you don't wear it because you become competition for them. And that's all I'm going to say because I've seen it happen. I have seen it happen. I've seen it happen when, at West, when we were at West Georgia. We've seen this happen all the time. And it's the last point because we got to get the five heartbeats. And I posted this on my Facebook. Ladies, the amount of men who will fuck you is not indicative of how fine you are because men will have sex with him. You've heard Chris Rock say it, though. Fuck, say we don't even like. We 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 less than bullshit. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Exactly. Let me tell you how crazy. Let me tell you how crazy it is. I know niggas who go to the gym all the time. Eat vegetables, brown rice. Don't touch any sugar. You couldn't throw that. You couldn't throw a Hershey bar at that nigga for nothing in the world. They eat walnut salad. Every yeah. Time. He would tear down a 450-pound woman just because he liked fucking. He, and he would have them believe that they the most beautiful, most specialist woman in the Best world. Had and, 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 and all the weight that you, you carry is all in the right places. And Then you can go to your girlfriend and say, mm, girl, this is my man. Oh, he better looking in all you, but he don't like you. Because when he done fucking you, he come to us and say, hey, man, why you fucking him? Ah, hey, man, I had to get my nuts. Something to do. Something to do. Came close. Ain't now, gonna lie. Greg, can we, we, we've talked enough about ancient niggas. Can we talk about the five ancient yeah, niggas? Yeah. Uh, Charts? Before we get to that, um, real quick, I, we, I wanted to get into the American Music Awards, but we'll, we'll, uh, I'll just kind of glance through this. Grammys. The Trash Grammys, <laughs> as uh, another podcast has <laughs> called it. Um one note I wanted to bring it that because I the American Music Awards have been really just not important for probably the last twenty five years. 
um, Morgan Wallen, who we make uh, numerous jokes, numerous about. jokes about. Yes, he has been nominated for two AMAs, but he has been banned from attending. How do you how do you get banned? Because 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 of that video. What video? Where he he oh, called he drops he, an N bomb. Yeah, on a security cam or something. So I guess meeting with the NAACP and all that stuff no, didn't, didn't, didn't sway him. It did nothing. Did nothing. Is he black or white? He's, He's white. white He's a country singer. White country singer. Yeah. And, and we shocked he's racist? Well, no. Like I'm the not thing, shocked, well, but we, I mean. Like, this happened, like, back in January, February. But since then, and the, way, the reason why we make jokes is because his album is still selling. Okay. And with him being nominated for these awards, which are based on radio, airplay, streaming, all that, he's been nominated for awards, but he's been banned from the ceremony because of that incident. So he he's not he's not performing he's not presenting he can't even be there to accept the award if he wins. Mm. So uh, just, uh, just, yeah, just let it go. I mean, come on, and people. I, and I said nigga at least fifteen times on this podcast. The dude literally, not only did he did he come out and apologize and tell his fans not to buy his music and that he he messed up and that he then he meets with the like national chapter of the NAACP and. What that's supposed to do for black people? Well, I'm just saying, like, what else? What else are they? What they like him to do? Look, man, if you're gonna be racist, go back in the shit. past, like, and be like, "Hey, Morgan." Well, when, when, <laughs> but the thing is, like, is he, is he redeemable? That's the question that I always ask. Is he redeemable after that? And he does all of these things. Yeah, is he redeemable? Did more than Paula Dean. <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, he hasn't done enough. If he's still banned. If he's done the apology tour and met with the right black people um, and he's still banned from this ceremony. Well, the bigger conversation needs to be, if I was him, if I was his publicist, mm-hmm. I would get out there and own that shit. Like, yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's, let's have the conversation. Let's have the conversation because me apologizing is not addressing the issue. America is a fundamentally racist country. If you... The only reason why we are sensitive to it is because we in the shit, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if we were white, right? Mm-hmm. If Ben was white and Abraham was white, and um, I'm gonna use Greg's government if was white, because that's that's white. You just exposed that man. You got the you got to edit that part out. You got to edit that out. Don't Greg. even know. Mm-mm-mm. Like that wasn't even necessary. But the reason why Mm-mm-mm. it wasn't necessary. Couldn't call him Chuck. Are you mad? I don't. I don't. I, I, there is a specific reason why I don't go by that name. Okay, we gonna. Okay, we edit it out. I'm sorry. Man, the witness protection. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know the reason. Anyway, Greg is white enough. If if because <laughs> <laughs> a Greg Greg could be a white person. The only reason why we're sensitive to this shit is because we're black. I'm not, that's the thing. I'm not sensitive to this. I, I I know you're not sensitive to it, but only reason why he's sensitive to it as an, as an issue mm-hmm. is because no one wants to talk about the real reason he said that in the moment of anger, mm-hmm. why that's in his spirit, mm-hmm. right? And the reason why that's in his spirit is because he grew up in fucking America. He grew up right? in Tennessee. In Tennessee. <laughs> I'm pretty sure past mama, daddy, and sippy cup, the next thing that came out of his <laughs> mouth was them niggas, right? Yeah. So if I was his publicist, I was like, let's have a bigger conversation. Instead of meeting with the NAACP and all them shifty-ass niggas and part of leadership mm-hmm. and shit, let's have the real conversation about changing how we do 
and so how we deal with you're America. saying I agree with, but A, that's never been the playbook. Let's just be real. That's never been the playbook. Keeps- and B, I think there's there's a lot of people in this in the in in the United States of America who would just think he's leaning into it. Like if no one wants an honest dialogue, no one. They but just, may, people it, just want to be outraged. But again, it makes it it makes it easier just to cancel somebody. Exactly. Of, yeah, because nobody wants to talk about. Nobody it. wants to talk about it because it's still allowed exactly. to do. And it. that's no the problem. There are some things, and that applies to the previous, well, kind of the previous topic, as far as like with relationships. Yeah. No one wants to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And with the advent of social media, you're trying to present something a certain way, and people don't want to talk to each other. And like some, and that's why some relationships or friendships fail because yeah. people don't want to be. Don't want to say the the honest thing or just yeah. say the truthful thing. Yeah, mm. I'm pretty certain that's, and I mean I, I said this and keep living saying it out loud. I'm fairly certain that's why we got January 6 because everything that led up to this, nobody actually sat down and wanted to on either side really wanted to have that conversation. How are we getting here? Well, and if we don't have that conversation, it's gonna happen again because no one. Because no one cares. But it's because it's an uncomfortable conversation. Damn straight it is. It's, a un, it's an uncomfortable conversation to say. And because it, and people only want to have comfortable, comfortable conversations. Exactly. When everything is easy exactly. breezy. Exactly. Because like you said, because honestly, that is probably why a lot of these people who showed up on January 6th probably thought felt a certain way about a black president because that is where. They, That's why people fight yeah. so hard against critical race theory. Yeah. Because they don't know what it is, <laughs> and people one. don't understand it. Yeah. But it's basically it, you're talking about American history, but you don't want it taught because yeah. it's uncomfortable. But because he, because there's a myth out there to believe that that's in the past, right? <laughs> no, the myth is because like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X were all around during colored television, but you never see them in color. But you never you see never them see in, in color, color. Yeah. because. We want to make this the past because we supposedly moved on, right? My grandmother is 102 years old, right? Mm-hmm. She was born in 1919, right? So my great-grandmother more than likely um, was, was, was dealing with the kind of slavery and Jim Crow mm-hmm. that you read about in textbooks. That ain't that far from yeah. me. I mean, people would would kind of get surprised when I told them my parents went to segregated schools. Yes, like it, it's not that. So I mean, it, 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 yeah, yeah. So I mean, to not go too far off topic, but I I agree. I'm like, trying to get to these ancient niggas. I I agree though. Like with with Morgan Wallen, why is it why is it not you know why does he have to do the the whole I'm sorry I said the n word tour when in actuality no 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 we just why no, no, not no, no, make no. it a conversation no no no, no. he still needs to say he's sorry. Oh, well, I'm just saying, like, why are we not having a conversation about it? Why is the first place we go to, you're canceled? What I'm mad at is that I want you to say sorry, mm-hmm. and that's running up to the line, but I want you to take that step further. The next step is, the next is, step. is, yeah. is having some understanding and having some, because some people say sorry and not really take accountability. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I heard someone say this on uh, in somewhere, but it was like, it was from Dr. Phil, but it made sense. <laughs> but he said, uh, if, if you apologize and it's like, I apologize, but then it's not, apology. then it's not an apology. Then it's not an apology. So mm-hmm. 
it's people people need to take accountability and kind of understand have an understanding of why people get upset why they are offended mm -hmm. and why what you're saying is inappropriate or mm -hmm. it, it's just wrong yeah but some people don't want to they don't want to hear that they just okay i said i'm sorry okay mm -hmm. damn or they don't even want to hear like if you want to say i'm sorry and this is you know like you said you know, I was, this is how I was raised. I didn't realize it was something this, blah, 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 blah. Let's have a dialogue, blah, 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 blah. They don't want to hear that. They just, they go to cancel. But but you need to be canceled. Canceled. I don't know if you need to be. Well, no, 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 no. Because we, because, because um, there was a teacher mm -hmm. down in, in, in the math class who decided she wanted to teach kids Sokotoa, right? And she's been Sokotoa. doing, yeah, um, the calculation for the sine of a triangle, right? The mm -hmm. cosine, sine, the tangent of a triangle. It's called Sokotoa. Oh, okay. I didn't know the name. So yeah, yeah. Um, she has been doing this for years. Mm -hmm. She get in full woo-woo. Right, she get like she get like the um the Indian feathers. Okay, that's she that's, up, that's she jump up and down. So you, God, tawa, so hookah, 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 hookah. She goes through. I want you to watch the video. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell. You, let, let me tell. That you. sounds deliberate. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me tell. You, let me tell you something. When you uh, live in the world of privilege and you're not checked, oh. you do this shit. Like in her mind. In her privileged mind, I'm teaching these kids about math, but the way she's taught, Sokotawa, man, that's all Indian. You know what? When I was a kid, I used to watch Peter Pan by the Disney Channel, and all the Indians were painted red with feathers and hooping and hollering. That's what the kids believe because that's what I believe. Has no one, did no one check her on this? No, because people were like, oh, she's just No one French. checked Disney on exactly. for a long time. Well, but that's... A whole other conversation. Let, 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 but why was nobody checking her at, at her school about because this? Because they thought it was just quirky. She's been doing this for years. Where was this at? Uh, I think it was a school down in Florida. No, I want to say they're different in Florida. But but see but see the the, the the problem is if we don't check you now, the next day she gonna want to dress up as Harriet Tubman, and instead of stopping in the long dress in the turban, stars as Harriet. Tubman. Yeah, <laughs> instead of the long dress in the turban, she's gonna go and get that brown makeup and go full blackface, oh, and then she gonna be she gonna wonder why there's a problem. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Check someone, but to me, to cancel, and I guess maybe sensitive to this because I'm, I'm with everything that's going on with Dave Chappelle. To cancel someone, in my opinion, is to basically dismiss anything they have to say well i mean well no it's to it's to dismiss them if what if for what is perceived to be a mistake yeah dave Chappelle is satire he is the mirror he People is don't the, get that he is the mirror he is the mirror to society mm -hmm. you laugh you see how ridiculous it is and you course correct mm -hmm. this bitch ain't dave Chappelle. Oh no! I'm still I'm still I'm I'm not even on the Soka Toa person. I'm just talking or, about in general. Or, or or this this person we talking about? He ain't Dave Chappelle. This is what he felt in his heart. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. And and if Dave Chappelle is a bigger issue, and just like the the whole LGBT movement and shout out solidarity. I don't want anybody <laughs> to be um, discriminated against as somebody who's discriminated based on the color of my skin. Mm -hmm. They don't get that angry. When they shooting black people by cops, you don't hear them say a mumbling word. 
about mm-hmm. the LGBT community come out there talking about we support BLM and we having the signs. I have yet to see them shaking hand with one rainbow hand and one black hand <laughs> together and, and working this out. No, they the LG the LGTB community. Oh, we gotta get it right. Gotta get it right. And and and, and, and <laughs> Go the, on, the only reason they go cut for you. The only reason, and y'all might not never get me on this show again, but I'm fucking I'ma say it. Nah, we got you, bro. The only I'm fucking I'ma say it, Greg. I don't know, Greg looking though. Greg, Greg looking. looking. The only reason why they have a platform and people haven't villainized them yet is because people in that community are white. That's the point that Dave's been trying the, to make. The most prominent figures. I I, yeah. I can I can not the majority, that. but the, pro- the as you said, prom- the most prominent the most, figures, the most but not the majority. Figures. And I and it's, a, it's probably some along the lines of what you might say. I think that some of those white people in that community have appropriated black culture and have not. Uh, have not recognized that or refused to or or just don't realize that what they have done as far as appropriating some black culture to make themselves uh, more prominent. I mean, I, I love them to death because the, as many, the more white people to turn gay, the more Democrats we get in the office. So, <laughs> if you want to be part of the LGB community from a political standpoint, Go for it, because if I know you got that yellow, that rainbow flag floating, I know you want you want to let some Trump shit into the office, right? <laughs> so, so I, I'm with you, but I want you to understand mm-hmm. that the Republican Party is well aware they don't call you terrorists. Yeah. They say cancel culture. Culture. Mm-hmm. They say we need to stop cancel culture, mm-hmm. but they don't go to the fact of vilifying you because mm-hmm. of your skin. Mm-hmm. But BLM. As if they have weapons mm-hmm. and they're a militia, yeah, and there's no record of it, yeah, anywhere. That's exactly. all I'm saying. All right, let's move, let's get to the charts before we uh, get to Ben's room of the weekend. We can talk about this movie. All right, Hot 100 top ten songs. Number one, of course, "Easy on Me" by Adele. Shout out to Adele. She's back. Shout out to Adele rustling that black stallion. Y'all black women mad? <laughs> Y'all, 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 y'all buying her albums. And, oh and man, to her song. y'all let anyway. that cottage cheese bitch just take another you man. Jeez, <laughs> hey. Anyway, um, it's a pretty good song. Someone said she like she transcends format, and that is another episode altogether. As far as reading, okay. Number two, "Stay" by the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. That song is stupid. I'm, um, I'm not sick of it. Justin Bieber still make music. Yeah, he owned, he owned other people's songs, a lot He's of other people's songs. Pretty popular. He's pretty popular. And, yeah. and that didn't happen to him yet. No. Damn, it's kind of like Drake. I want them to both just disappear. And you could number Austin three. He's one of the biggest in the world right now. But yeah. uh, number three, it was actually number one last week for the second time. Uh, Industry baby, Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow. Good number song. four. Fancy Like by Walker Hayes. Don't know Number five, uh, I think he's a country singer. Number five, Bad Habits <laughs> by Ed Sheeran. Numbers, oh, his, his new album is going to be called uh, Equal Sign. Well, I don't know if it's going to be called Equal, but like he had, like one of his albums called X, uh, one was called Divide. Well, it had the division sign, yeah. Yeah, and one was called uh, 
plus. See, the first one was plus, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. He's going to run out of math stuff in the film, right? Next is going to be co-signing. So, Katoas. Hey, man, what's that? It's an isosceles triangle. It means that none of my music is even. <laughs> if he says that, I swear to God. Oh, okay. <laughs> Number six, Way Too Sexy, Drake featuring, featuring Young Thug. Number seven, Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. Number eight, I don't know how levitating is still... Dua Lipa's just every she's she's yeah. she's big, yeah, but man. it's it's just it's the one with her, just her, not the one with the baby. Yeah, apparently. Oh uh, yeah, because they canceled him, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> number nine, Shivers by Ed Sheeran, and number ten, Kiss Me More, Doja Cat featuring SZA. I want to apologize to you, Ben, because you expressed your your light for Doja Cat. Mm-hmm. It took me a while. She good. She dope. Yeah, yeah. It took. She's me a, a good follow too. Yeah. Uh. Billboard 200. These are the albums. Debuting at number one, Punk by Young Thug. I feel like I see him once every two weeks across the street. Um, it's like somebody summoned him. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Uh, number two, A Certified Lover Boy by Drake. Goddamn Drake. Number three, Faces by Mac Miller. I think this is his third posthumous album. You're getting a little too pocket there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> number four. Yeah, he died. He died two years ago. Oh man, he too far. He just he just releasing shit. He just releasing stuff. He was in the studio every day. I don't... <laughs> oh man, that Dave Chappelle skit. I wrote Still this song a long time, time ago. ago. <laughs> Number four, uh, music of the spheres by Coldplay. Okay. That Number five, BTS. <laughs> Number five, re-entering the Hot 100. The Let It Be by the Beatles, Ben's favorite band. <laughs> You, you like the Beatles guys? No. No, he does not. No. Uh, number six, somehow uh, this was all put together while he was still in jail. Sincerely, Kentrell by Youngboy NBA. Uh, number seven, Planet Her by name. Doja Cat. Number eight, it's it's because it's hovered around the seven, eight range for months. Dangerous, the double album by Morgan Wallen, the guy who said the N-word and banned from the AMAs. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. It's still selling somehow. Uh, number nine, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. And number 10, Montero by Lil Nas X. Oh, man, that, that gay anthem's still going. I love I love that song, uh, uh, Call Me By Your Name, and nigga went down that pole. <laughs> I was like, bro. <laughs> I was like, man. All right, this is the Artist 100. These are the top uh, 10 artists, according to Radio Airplay, uh, social media, um, and all that stuff. Little baby, one through ten. Let's, let me move on. No, right. Number one, because she has a new song, and people waited five years for it. It's Adele. Oh yeah, how did she? <laughs> number two, uh, because it's a special edition of Let It Be. Yeah, fiftieth anniversary. The Beatles are number two this week. You don't like Paul McCartney. This is the highest. Oh, I love have, Paul McCartney. I just don't like the Beatles. This is the highest they have ever ranked on the hardest one hundred. <laughs> uh, number three is Drake. Number four, Coldplay. Number five, he was unranked last week. Young Thug. Number six, Thug Ed Sheeran. Back. Number seven, Olivia Rodrigo. Number eight, he was unranked last week, but he had to do music, and he's dead. Mac Miller. Number nine, Doja Cat, and number ten, The Weeknd. Yeah, so, Lizzo ain't on there. No, she ain't been pop. She hasn't been popping uh, in a while. Not in the top ten. Yeah, oh, I don't man. know if she's on here at all. Let's see. From what I hear about Adele, though, she is unranked. Rather than um, cottage cheese, she's more whiskey and cigarettes. From what I've heard, no, she's cottage cheese because um, it 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 used to be loose, 
but now it's firming up a bit. <laughs> like you can see it becoming regular cheese, but you can also see when it was watery. Oh Lord. <laughs> Who is Olivia Rodrigo? Uh, she's one of those Disney chicks. Olivia. But yeah, from what I heard, I forget who it was that told me this. It was somebody that I know that used to do stage work. And they said that she is she is a cursing, whiskey drinking, cigarette smoking woman. Adele? Adele. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Okay, Ben, tell us about your earworm of the week. Um it is Willow Smith Ooh. featuring Travis Barker, the legend. Travis Barker of uh, Blink one eighty two. She still um, ain't whipping her hair. Is she? No, nah, she's grown up now. Nah, she's she, um, she's she she's doing punk rock music now. Is she? Well, no, she, well, well it's, she's it's doing everything. Really. And, and she Correct. having sex with Tato Waititi and other bitch. I have no clue. Did they have like a threesome? I have no clue. Disney shut that shit down. I Disney, don't really keep up Disney, with that stuff. Disney called Tato like, look, bro, nah, we ain't doing that threesome shit. Cut that down. I haven't. I don't know. I just know I heard her talk about this song on Song Exploder, um, and it features drumming from Travis Barker, so it can't be bad. All right, Transparent Soul featuring Travis Barker by Willow. We'll be right back. That is Transparent Soul by Willow featuring Travis Barker. You From always her... gotta have that part too. Travis Barker does, man. That's just <laughs> that name sounds familiar. Where do I know Travis Barker from? Did he used to be Blink a skateboarder? Blink oh, yeah, Blink yeah. yeah. Um, and he dating a, Clark, a Kardashian. Yeah, they're engaged now. What? Yes. She dating on um, the one who don't date black men, right? Courtney. Right. Yeah. So she she so she found she found the ain't nigga is nigga. <laughs> She's dating <laughs> Travis Barker. Yeah, she they're was, they're engaged. Yeah, yeah, that love is forever. She, no, mean, clearly it's not. You can ask Kim. <laughs> that is not forever. Let me tell you something. Chris Humphreys. <laughs> let, me tell you, let me tell you something. No, 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 not Kim. No, I'm just saying. Courtney. He said it's forever. N- nothing means forever if you're a Kardashian. Nothing means forever. I'm just saying. But Courtney go her own way, so she might love. But Travis Barker has a. I don't know if it's a type. But it's a certain circle 
that he has kind of run through. Because I think he used to date uh, Nicole Richie and or Paris Hilton. Travis, come on, man. Just and play now drums. he's with a Kardashian. Just play drums, Travis. It's all good, man. If hey. you broke, just say that, man. Hey, no, man. I'm just... <laughs> I, 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 well, he wasn't writing, so he probably don't get all those I'm royalties a, like that. All no, I'm gonna say is, th- all I'm gonna say is this: that Kardashian box is cursed. Every man who go into a Kardashian box or associated with one has not won. Some man has even lost being men. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, let, let's move on. We gotta get to this movie. Okay, so. We started this episode with the the one of the couple of talent show scenes um, in which the, they had to follow a house rule in which only the band can play the song. They the can't the play their own rule. song. That was it was so stupid. But then it, it was just it, it was chaos. That that entire sequence was chaos, yeah. and somehow they won. But, but <laughs> let, let's 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 start from the beginning. We're talking about the five heartbeats, y'all. We're talking about the five heartbeats. Let's start from the beginning. You want to know how? Um, what's the guy's name? Eddie. Is his name Eddie? Eddie King Jr. Eddie King Jr. Eddie King. You know how you know you ain't shit when you playing a poker game. They got somebody posted at the door to lock it just in case we you try to run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, hold on, try nah, to cheat. Hold on. They, yeah, yeah, this ain't gonna happen. Today ain't Wednesday, nigga. It's Thursday. It ain't gonna happen like you did last week. <laughs> Why did so, he jump through the window like an action movie? <laughs> They locked the door. They locked the door. Oh, God, he had was, to get out. That was hilarious. Um, so my first thought I had was like overly dramatic music when with the magazine cover, like the "Where Are They Now?" Yeah, the cover of Rolling Stone. Like, okay, this was I. I, I told you about that. Um, nineteen sixty-five talent contest. Were the house bands this good? They do everybody's songs. Yeah, they were just. They sounded great, much better than the equipment would have sounded back. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and I know y'all gonna approach this from the music aspect of it, but it's a lot of things. So, um, apparently at the talent show they bring um fruits and vegetables to throw at people they don't like. Yeah, yeah. Um, also there is a madam there with show hoes, and um, you know, Rooster, the, the guy with the red hair, mm-hmm. he was talking to the girl, and the girls whole thing was she got her girlfriends to go out there and throw themselves at the guy to get more to get more yeah. popularity. Well huh. yeah at that at what well, at yeah at that yeah, talent show. Yeah, yeah. Um I think that girl died when when Eddie saw him to her. <laughs> 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 like she first off first off. She either died or she had an orgasm. She had a she had a she had an orgasm slash stroke in that chair like that chair had a well, puddle. That in seemed it. to be a theme for all the performances where they would serenade somebody, like the woman would just lose control of herself, and I'm just like, who wrote this? Like this is so disrespectful. Uh, Robert Townsend, Robert Ken Townsend, Ivory Wayans, Ken Ivory Wayans, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is hilarious. It's not that they were sitting in the meeting. I want these niggas to sing so good that these girls just screaming in their drawers. I don't know if that's possible. We gonna make it. We gonna make it possible. It's gonna happen. This is 1990. We, we the writers. We, we the writers. This oh, no, excuse me. This is 1988 when we wrote this. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was written in 1988, and uh, it was picked up, but then they, uh, the studio, changed their minds. So Keen Everywhere mm-hmm. just moved on to develop in Living Color, and then Robert Townsend got. Um, then another studio picked it up after Hollywood Shuffle, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what could you imagine the Wayans in this movie though? Because they were gonna they were gonna cast some yeah. of the Wayans in this movie. 
I mean, it, 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 yeah, I could, I could see that. <laughs> like choir, like for the for the longest time, I thought Choir Boy was um was um. Marlon Wayans. Courtney Vance. Courtney, or Courtney B. Vance. Yeah, I thought that was Courtney B. Vance for the longest time. I can kind of see that. I, like, I can kind of see that. I think that's um that it's Tico Wells, and he played, and I've referenced this before, I think, on the podcast, the episode of Different Strokes with the dude with the bike shop, and uh, he played Arnold's friend, Arnold's best friend. They got, that, well, almost, almost, almost. They found mm-hmm. him passed out. But he still had his jeans. Touch on. and go. <laughs> but like in real life, he got he got no, molested. No, no, I, it was why he on that show. That no, episode no, no. of that show. With different struggles with the uh, black guy, Derek Gary Coleman. The white Gary guy. Coleman. Yeah, his brother. And Willis. Yeah. It wasn't Willis that was almost molested. No, it was his older brother, right? No, Will, Willis played the older brother. It was Arnold and the guy who plays Choir Boy. Was his best friend. This was like what, but 10 Willis years got before. molested. Willis did not get no molested. No one did. Someone got molested. No in one real got life. molested. They almost did. No, 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 on no, the no. show. On the he show, almost yes, did. yes. On the show, I remember that. But one of the characters, you mean in real life? In real life, yes, was like on one of those shows when he was coming out saying he was sexually abused. I could believe that it was Hollywood. I thought back that might have been the daughter. No, no, no. I distinctly remember how big his lips was. He was black. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> sound like Dave Chappelle breathing all the white man's air. <laughs> what was his name? I'm gonna look it up while we got it on here. Oh man, go ahead and go with the show. I'm gonna prove all right. Um, I had to look up if the character of Baby Girl had a name. Oh, Baby Doll. Yeah. Oh, I mean, excuse me, Baby Doll. That was just her name. Baby she Doll. did not. Yeah, Troy Byer. Baby Doll. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay, I guess since Abe brought this up that none of these characters ain't shit, uh, JT is in the lead for the most ain't shit character. In so the whole funny film. enough, I when I saw him, I was like, why? Did, at the beginning, I was like, he looks like a mix between David Ruffin and Powerline, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, that's the dude who played David Ruffin. Before he played David Ruffin, all right, he was practicing. All right, I did my own little research. Mm-hmm. Ty Bridges was on Dr. Oz talking about how he was abused and he was in different strokes. That's what you remember. While, while he was on the show. And I think it was like an uncle or something. It wasn't, mm-hmm. nobody on the show touched it. It wasn't, okay. It was at his house. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. I didn't mean to say it was at his house. <laughs> Forgive me, Jesus. It's yes, late. Please. Okay. Um, so why why I bring up JT like that is during the show or during while because I was wondering like how long is this song with Flash and the Ebony Sparks that seems like that song went on for ten minutes and then they start taking their shirts off and but JT is is on the side and he's looking at one girl or he's looking at all the all the girls but he's looking at one and um and then Flash sees him looking at her so he goes to sing to her. And then he looks at another girl, which turns out to be his, who was his girlfriend the entire time. <laughs> and I'm like, she didn't see you. Let me, let, me, let, me tell you let me let me tell you something. You pit one scene, and you pit one person. I got I got ain't shit for all of them. Oh, we I was, we're going one, uh, oh, yeah. going that, one at a time. But that specific scene, 
that girl play her cards wrong because them niggas left. <laughs> How is she going to get home? Because her man walked off. Like, bitch, wait. I'm oh, wait, that's later. That's later. later. That's later the scene. beginning. You're talking about the first scene. You're talking about the girl in the red. No, and when we, they're at the talent show, the, the, the opening. The, the opening the, Yeah, scene. The, the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, that okay. talent show scene. Okay. Okay. That that's later. We'll they, we'll get they to that. They treated some women wrong in a lot. Yeah. A lot of um, women wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I put like with Flash, like, how long is this song? Long enough to get undressed. I yeah, basically. <laughs> like it was like they followed his cue. Like he started taking off first shit, like, oh stop. They just start taking theirs off. Like But you see, like, it's too many different body types. Yeah. <laughs> so they had one really buff dude and then one really skinny dude. Like, okay, you don't you don't need to take your shirt off. I, I, I think I think somewhere in the writing process, it was like, and this might be true. I don't know. I'm not a woman. It don't give a fuck how you look as long as you can sing. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was definitely part of it. Because <laughs> like, because because uh, baby dolls group, you had several different body types. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. At first, I thought she was white, and she's mixed. You know, she's black and Jewish mixed. But I was like, oh, they got. I was like. I, my mind was trying to make it like you know, like all like deep. I was like, "Oh wow, look at them using this white woman to sing black music, and they got these black backup singers." And I'm like, "Oh wait, she's black." Shout out, shout Good out, mind. shout out to um, Diane Carroll. Let me tell you something. People used to tell me Diane Carroll was fine. I didn't believe them. Diane Carroll was sixty in this movie, damn near. Mm-hmm. She was killing mm-hmm. them, killing them. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful, almost distractingly. So almost like, <laughs> I, almost like. So we gonna believe you dying caramels with this greasy nigga. Like sometimes you can be so pretty and fuck with your acting. <laughs> like Jennifer Lopez in that stripping in that stripping um show when, when oh she, uh, hustlers hustler. I've never seen it. Yeah. Nor have I. So you gonna believe me? Beautiful ass J Lo is working at Old Navy. <laughs> Right. <laughs> come on now. Come on now. But yeah. Um Okay, so this was during during the poker game and uh because we we Bobby <laughs> Bobby gets shot and then he fell and hurt his other leg. Uh we never actually see Bobby again. Ever. <laughs> oh, we don't. I was wondering Very, what happened to that guy. <laughs> we never see Bobby again. On a quest of music, they climbed over a lot of bodies. <laughs> Um, so, uh, when they're about to go on, they don't have a lead singer. And then here comes Eddie, who they, pre- who they said like two seconds before, we don't need him anyway. And then he comes in. Runs in, comes David in Ruffin slide. style. He runs in. Power and then, slides. And power slides under the nigga that took them out. Oh! Yeah. Um, Just like a David Ruffin. <laughs> uh, so they do the song, Got Nothing But Love, uh, I'm not sure what Robert Townsend was seeing, but you can't jump around and play the piano like that, like and still like play the right notes. Yeah. I think he was to trying play to play with Black one Jerry hand. Lee Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I. Yeah, that's what that's, I got yeah. from it. What? What? Like, what? No sustained pedal. No nothing. What, no. what? 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 I've always found strange about this is that they will have full on conversations in the middle of singing, and that shit never picked up on the mic. <laughs> Yeah. He was like, "That's my music." That's Nobody bad else writing. heard that. That's bad writing right there. <laughs> that's that. That's pretty bad writing. And they kept their rhythm and everything. Yeah, yeah. Which is notoriously hard to do when you're talking. Um, and I don't understand. Yeah. I thought, even though this was a magical moment, it's probably the best part of the whole movie. How is I thought 
they sung a different song to move the crowd. They were singing the same songs. Like, how would this reaction suddenly change because you up the tempo? Like, you've already decided as a crowd that this is trash, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> did they, did they, I mean, uh, you know, what's the face screamed at her a little bit, but was it, is it anything different than what we were already singing? We'll, yeah, we'll get there, though. Uh, I, I, I know yeah, what you mean, yeah, though. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, so, I just wrote Flash's group one because sex sells, apparently, on this Chitlin Circuit talent show. Why did they have those capes? It was all part of the. Oh, you talking about you talking about the bird, the fur, yeah, yeah um, Falcon and the bird, Midnight Falcons, bird, bird and, and the Midnight, Midnight Falcons, Falcon. yeah. Uh, the who was Golden Lord from the <laughs> from Meteor Man? <laughs> from Meteor Man, yes. He <laughs> likes to work with the same people. Oh, he, oh he's my. worked there from ye- for years oh on his on his show God. on HBO. He worked with those guys. Yeah, that's that's with that's a lot the... with a lot of those guys. So oh Meteor my. Man. Oh that's my him. God! Oh my God, Ben. Yeah, that's him. That is that motherfucker. Yeah. I oh recognized him as soon as I saw him. I was like, wow. We, he got him. Um, he must owe Robert some money. I'm telling you. I, I no, like, they, I, they, they came up together. Yeah. Are they friends? Yeah. Because he, he was in, um, well, like I said, when he had when Robert Townsend had his, he had a sketch comedy show on HBO in like the late 80s. It was it was Bird. It was the, the two guys who, who were trying to, who were, the two like old looking guys who lived in their who house was trying to be like famous, yeah, like Fro Town. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They, he, he, them. One of the guy, one of the five horsemen, the white guys. One of them they was on his show. Like they were funny. I, I that was that was one of my favorite scenes. I was like, these are the worst wigs I've ever seen. Oh man, let's show them, guys. Oh man, <laughs> they, I, I wanted to see their story. That plays on that 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 clip plays on TikTok. Quite a bit. <laughs> um, uh, what else did I have? Okay, so I wrote ha- Jim, Jimmy is ha- it happenstance Jimmy. Oh, just shows up? <laughs> he just shows up. Like, hey, I want to sign you guys. Um, and then they he, they go to his house. Uh, that's a really nice house for, I guess, a tutor and a music manager who's been burned several times. Yeah, what's up with that? Like, and you just <laughs> yeah, kind of know. Really like, nice they, house. They, picked up, they picked up that plot. I think they only put it in there so they can have Diane Carroll say something because she was <laughs> she was just over there looking magical in the corner the whole time. But she was like, she was like, they don't let this be the, the same thing that happened with the other groups. So like, yeah, let's talk about those other groups. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they? Who are well, they? No, it, like it, it would because they they really don't talk about it. His past, but, yeah. You could if you could pick up on it when he first meets when he first meets them and he says. You don't have to sign anything. Your word and a handshake is good enough for me. He don't believe in contracts. Yeah, that's why he keep getting burned. He don't believe in contracts and like, well, we don't have a contract with him, so we can just leave. Yeah, Thank God Eddie Kane said <laughs> our manager. Yeah, it could have just been like, oh him. Yeah. Oh, I don't know him. Who is that? I don't know him. A better story would be that instead of him, you know, spoilers, he dies at the end. Instead of him um, dying because he was trying to stop the shady deals with Big Red and stuff, a better story would be he was up to his eyeballs and like gambling dead or something. 
He's got to raise the stakes. With yeah, him yeah, yeah. A Instead of like that's how he got, night. Yeah, that, that, that's how he got. That's how he got this nice house and Don Carroll and them furs and shit. May, maybe you know he's been being playing fast and loose, spending all his money trying to get these breaks. And the problem why he doesn't get these breaks, like Greg said, he's an awful manager. That's how it happened. If you make it in 2021. And you make it a little bit darker and not as funny. And it's just like, I got to make this work. He's like, no, I just need till Friday. We got a big show. <laughs> and then he comes in. And he, this close to signing with Big Red. This close. He said, you know what a manager don't need? What Big Red? His shins. Bob. <laughs> and then he comes, he comes in with like a, a lead pipe. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do and it. they don't even show it on screen. They just show Big Red watching it. Like, yeah, yeah. And it just he'll be like, all the time. He'll be like, you ever seen a, you ever seen the movie Drive? Yeah. Remember Brian that. Cranston's character, Shannon? <laughs> if you ever see it, Brian Cranston play, plays Shannon, and uh, he has this, it's not a, it's not a brace. Cause it goes down his like his from his hip down to his almost to his ankle, basically. Uh, someone broke his broke his it's beat like a, him and broke his hip. It's almost like mm-hmm. a Forrest Gump leg. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But it starts at the it starts yeah. at the it hip. go it go farther up. <laughs> it go, and he and he and he walks with the limp, and so Jimmy could be like that. <laughs> and then up. and then and then when it looks like it, it, the group is gonna break up, he just goes down and rub it to remember his sacrifice. That <laughs> 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 he made for the group. You making this a dark five heartbeats? Let me, let me man. tell you something, man. This movie was so trash. I had to find ways to make it better. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we get a little bit of backstory on each member of the five heartbeats, and the one thing we get with Eddie King Jr. Oh, he is the little seed with Eddie King Sr. <laughs> is that his father's like, I was trying to make sure he ain't a shit man or he a good yeah. man? Let me tell you something. That actor, I'll always remember him. This is going to sound fucked up. Okay. He was in Rosewood. Mm. Right? And um, every time I see his face, he'd be like, you got to hide me. I can't find my daughter. She's somewhere in the woods. So when I saw him, I was like, oh, man, this nigga's going to be inspirational. Because in the last movie, he was protecting his family. No, as his true five heartbeats, Lord, <laughs> nobody in this movie ain't shit. That man said, I just want him. He said, you ain't shit. Why'd you tell him that? I just want him to be better than I am. No. <laughs> Try to use reverse psychology. Yep, pretty much. That's why, that's why you shouldn't give them niggas books, man. That, <laughs> oh, man, that made no damn sense. <laughs> I wanted this. I th- I feel like this line was like in the first draft. Like you ain't gonna be shit. I am gonna be shit, pop. <laughs> Wait, I am, I'm gonna be shit. Wait, I'm no, gonna I, be shit. It'd be better if he sung it and he just broke out into song. I'm gonna be shit. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be shit. I'm gonna be shit. Um. Okay. So, uh, after that, um. They uh, they bring in Sarge to the you know choreography. Why that's, he, that's 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 Charlie was, Atkins was right there. Why did he, he Why did he had a cane but never need it? Hold, Hold my cane. cane. <laughs> that, that's part that's part of the facade. That is uh, Robert Townsend was like this will be funny. Harold and Fayard Nicholas were like that up until they passed. Like they they could still dance into their eighties. Um, there's a movie called, and this might be, this is, it'll be, it's an even worse movie called Tap. It has oh, Gregory, Hines. Gregory Hines and Sammy Davis Jr. 
and I, it has the Nicholas brothers. It's basically like, <laughs> this is how it doesn't make much sense. Gregory Hines is a, uh, is a former, is a uh, ex-con who's also an incredible tap dancer. Yeah. And when he gets out of jail, he goes to the dance studio and tries to rebuild his life. <laughs> let, let me say something. I've never been to prison, so I don't know. But I would think it'd be a whole lot of jealous people. And if if I saw that man being like extra, extra flamboyant with a mop and know that he had talent, I'd break his knees. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would not have a dream while I'm in here in this hole. I can't tap for shit. You know, that, that reminds me of um, uh, if I ever watched Oz. There was um, there was an episode where like Rick Fox was on the show and he played uh, an NBA player who's in prison, and someone made a bet where he had to he was going to go against uh, some guys uh, in like a two on two tournament, but since he was the NBA player, they would just give him anybody as his teammate. Like it could be anybody. It was like an old dude. It was someone who had no athletic ability. And they would play two on two against two of the uh, COs, and one of the COs was actually a pretty good basketball player. And then Rick Fox, his character was getting out. He's like, "I'm gonna call the Sacramento Kings, and I'm gonna get you a tryout." And then everyone found out about that this CO might get a tryout with the Sacramento Kings. And then in a prison riot, someone uh, uh, sliced his Achilles tendon. That's why I don't watch Oz. It's kind of dark. I saw like five That's minutes. That's the of dark it. version of Tap. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, so they have uh, <laughs> in that scene where Sarge, uh, his first appearance, where he has Dresser like, "Give me your best combination." And it was, was just so weird because there was no music. Yeah. But then when Sarge dances, there's music. music like who's playing the piano? <laughs> well, that's one thing I hate about this movie is like there was just ghost tracks. Of people like in their home, like that little girl. We gonna oh, get to that. The song. And all of a sudden, she just she was in her ninety, but then she just started singing. All of a sudden, it was a full production behind her, and she was uh, also that's four always years been my old. problem with musicals. Uh, so when uh, the scene you were talking about with uh, Bird getting his girlfriend to bring her friends to you know cheer his group on. And he was stacking the deck because one of the guys, his cousin's the MC. So they're, they're stacking the deck to win this talent contest for this $100 or however much <laughs> it might have been. And um, so uh, the five heartbeats get booed before they even get on stage. Yeah. But this was a, the whole scene. If you look at it, it's and it's the scene that you were talking about is the pretty girl. But if you look at the scene, it's chaos. It this whole scene it's not is on. just it's chaos. It's not going on. It's not going on. Choir boy runs Choir boy get hit with tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. um, they're better than Bird and the Falcons and the Temptations put together. Uh, what? Who even, who even? What does that even <laughs> Like, who came up with that? I, I mean, in this talent show, again, that girl died. Like when, he, <laughs> when she was, she was squirming, and then he kissed her. She did like this. Look, she just fell. <laughs> that wasn't a faint. She had a stroke. Okay, <laughs> it was just, it was just too much sexy, and she just, oh my god, he's singing directly to me. Then <laughs> she just kills. I thought it was hilarious when Robert Townsend's character um just goes over and kicks the piano player. <laughs> 
I guess you don't hear nothing back from him either. He we don't see him again. Boom. He like, died too. When he once he was out of the frame, yeah. we never saw him. He didn't like get up. Like, hey, what's that about? But, but, we don't know if he fell off the stage. We don't know he, if he, he just if he has a concussion. Yeah. We don't know what happened. And him. the piano player, she's playing like, and he keeps playing. He just like waves him off. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what? what, what I is mean, this it scene? had it had to me that should have been the end. They should have focused on. But they they life yet. I know, but that's why it's stupid. Like they, <laughs> they had all the hallmarks of being the conclusion. Before Greg had me watch this, I thought that was the end of the five heartbeats. I was like, I mean, it's a good show. It had a good ending, but I don't see how everybody's liking it so much. Again, that scene with the girl shaking it and that's my music and kicking that guy and then choir boy coming out from the corner singing that high ass falsetto. To me. After then, you roll credits. <laughs> and, 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 and to me, it seemed like the end of Teen Wolf, like uh, when he when he made that three, and then he had that person at the end singing like that song. That, that would remind me of like afterwards when she fell out, and it's they supposed wanted to be a freeze frame. It's supposed to be a freeze frame. They put their frame. hands in credits. Credits. <laughs> and they just go up. Five heartbeats could be this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had to get big, man. They were on the cover of Rolling Stone. And time, and time, and Newsweek. And I'm yeah. like, but they wouldn't. They, they started. Look. Did you see? They started small. Okay, Jet and I, Ebony. So I made yeah. a note. I was like, if this was directed, <laughs> if this was not directed by a black movie, those wouldn't have been first. They wouldn't have been there at all. <laughs> they, they, somehow, but see, to me, not only were the Five Heartbeats an awesome group, weren't they immortal? Because like the time periods were funny, because like when it started, I'm getting the sense that this is. Chitlin circuit shit, right? Yeah. But yeah. at the beginning, yeah. Yeah. But then at the end, at the very end, it, it kind of looked like some NC Hammer shit. So did they cause you remember um Flash had that new group but they all looked like Oh yeah. That had, was the that was the five the same the five horsemen. The right, white right, right, right. But they mm-hmm. all had high tops. Gum. Yeah, it's supposed to be like the, the, the mid eighties. Yeah, at that they're time. reinventing themselves. So they so they were around for thirty years. It, just just, like it would have been like twenty years. It's like a twenty year, twenty year period. Just like the Temptations. Temptations were around in the eighties, but the Temptations it was based on a true story and it was better. But that's that's what this is loosely based on. Loosely hell. He won't say he won't it's say lo- that. It's, but it's loosely, loosely based, based on, on the Temptations and the Dells, like kind of like different and different stories about different groups mm-hmm. at that time. This was Robert Townsend's fever dream. <laughs> he came mm-hmm. up with because obviously it's. You know, and, and I love Robert. I love Media Man, but I am well aware Media Man was trash. Media Man is the greatest movie ever. <laughs> that movie is better than The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love Media Man with all my heart and all my soul. He apparently he was writing he was writing Meteor Man on the set of this movie. Um, are we going to talk about the scene with him and his sister? I had uh, before had right up just right before that I put um. Uh, at the time where uh, Robert Townsend as Duck is trying to get with Tanya, and he's sending her poetry, slipping in in the door. Simp. Oh man, it's the uh, most simping shit ever, man. And like, okay, I understand maybe the first time, but like after they've they've done some shows, they've made it maybe made a few dollars. You still don't have a belt because he's still like pulling up his like you don't have a belt still in a zoot suit. Um, I mean, the only that. That whole Tanya relationship. Oh, 
wait, okay. That that's after. So okay, let me let me go back just a second. In that chaotic talent show scene, I wrote, if Choir Boy didn't come back on stage, you have to kick him out of the group. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody stayed. Was he that scared that he just was like, oh, they were throwing fruit at him? No. Oh, I had an egg. Because the scene at me where once. they went on tour, um, and they, uh, <laughs> what was funny is that when they were going on tour and uh, Duck and JT's dad or is basically telling them to wear a condom. Uh, <laughs> and um, Choir Boy's dad is telling him like how it's wrong and like what yeah. he's doing everything while he has his suitcase. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I done packed your shit. Your mama's here to see you off. But before you go, inspirational item. Your your, your talent ain't shit. You the devil. Bad nation. And you know what and this you is, all going right? to hell. You know what this <laughs> is. Sam Cook. This is the Sam Cook situation. Yeah. If you do gospel you music, come back. And you move over to secular music, you can't come back to church. <laughs> you can't come back. You better make it work. <laughs> look, 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 look. The Lord, even though God forgives, not when it comes to music. <laughs> when you go out there and use your um, voice, I'm going to say something. Isn't that what happened to R. Kelly? Did R. Kelly start it? He, he started church. Yeah. Yeah. Most black singers did, though. He can, he can never... Well, of course he can't go back. It's well, kids there, right? He gonna try to. <laughs> Was you about to say he can go back to the Catholic Church? Stop it! Stop it! That's a dream team right there. Oh man! And and if and if they catch him, they just move him to another parish. Bro, that's, that's, just, that's how it goes. That's how it works. That's as, where he should have been. As much as R. And it could be anywhere in the world. Yeah. If he does his research, he could find a place. Yeah. Oh man, Pope R. Kelly. That be spotlight. That be spotlight. Spotlight part two. two. Spotlight, spotlight two. The R. Kelly. <laughs> oh, um, they know. <laughs> before we get to the scene with the sister, one more thing. Oh God! Uh, so after the show, they're oh, at they the. Big Red. They meet Big Red for the first time, and Look, JT shitty. and Duck had done the shy brother thing earlier in the movie. So now they're going to switch roles. But the JT just takes his woman, man. JT is a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> JT is JT is a crook. But then also, that man saying, every night I got to prove my love. Like, if you have to do that every you night. You need to stop proving your love, sir. Uh, don't you think it's something with this particular woman? Yeah. Like. <laughs> Who is his wife? The woman that JT the picks one, up. The woman that JT took. We can go somewhere quiet. And as soon as he's leaving, you hear a much bigger sounding person. Come up and be like every night I got to prove my love. Uh and then he goes, I don't know if he I don't know what actually happened to JT there. Did he because uh, they were only like ten feet ahead of him. Did he catch him and beat him up or what? Off screen no it's idea. like ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I sure got a shining to show for that. Like, no. Like Okay, so the scene where Duck's trying to write a song, his little sister's trying to clean up, he has pieces of it's like paper I bags. thought it was a paper bag. That's what it looked like, paper bag. <laughs> like a paper bag, I, I not it, pieces of notebook paper. I thought it was toilet tissue. I was like, man, it's just shit all around his house. <laughs> it's <man>. gross. <laughs> um, so uh, he's trying to write a song, and then she she's picking up stuff, and like, why don't you just combine this part with this part? And then they burst out in the song, which uh, this should have been. I felt like this could have worked if this were more of a musical. Yeah. But it would it, I don't I don't know if anybody was even looking at it that way cuz that would involve having 
even more original music mm-hmm. and having more singers, but it's written by and directed by someone who's not uh, who's not a singer. Mm-hmm. Well, well, one of the things that and wants uh, to hire his friends, <laughs> right? One of the things that I love, I actually love musicals, right? When done well. Because I don't normally. <laughs> because a lot of the time the actors is showing another part of themselves. Like um, Sweeney Todd, right? I love Sweeney Todd with uh with, with Johnny Depp with Johnny Depp and uh, Megan the Bottom Carter, right? Helena Bottom. <laughs> What's her name? Said Megan. <laughs> Helena Bottom. Helena Bottom Carter. Helena Bottom Carter. Miss uh, who is she married to? Tim Burton. Uh, Tim Burton. Yeah, Miss Tim Burton. I thought she was married to Johnny Depp. They all had a three way. I'm sure. <laughs> they all had a, anyway. That's why she's always in the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like I love Johnny Depp was singing it, and you know Johnny Depp is not known for for having good singing. But the but passion when he, came, when he actually when he came to Hollywood, he was trying to be a musician first good before Twenty One Jump that. Street. Yeah. Okay. Well, he can't sing. So, but he That's was good. He was good enough in Sweeney Todd. <laughs> what made me mad about this scene is that not only did the girl just pick a random trash around her apartment and it became a song, mm-hmm. when she started singing, it, she was instantly forty and three hundred pounds. Like <laughs> That's had, really her voice, though. That was that was really her singing. Really? That was really her singing. That was really that girl singing. That's really that her singing. hard. Yes. Said that hard. Oh man, I could have swore it sounded like. That's ben- why that scene is in there. She probably like like where they're having auditions for this movie about sixty soul music. She shows up. They he didn't really write a part for you know a twelve year old beyond girl. that. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you have that scene so people can hear how old that woman sounds? I'm uh, give me a second to pull it up. Cause yeah, like, she sung that very hard. Yeah, I was like, she's I, I, the pearl. Who, who who does the bait sale at the church? Sister <laughs> She sound she sounded I was like, this is unbelievable, but that was really her voice. Sister Pearl, you wanna come up here and sing a song? <laughs> I guess I can. <laughs> Sister Pearl been smoking for 40 years. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you how you know Sister Pearl about to blow. She said a little summer first, I wanna say. Give honor to God. Give honor to God. Who's the head of my life? <laughs> The head of my life, the blood of Christ, and then you be like, and then you get you get your seat ready, man. She about to tear this up. Oh man! You was driving down the street one night. No, and you know what? She don't start. She don't start singing right away. She the chorus play a little bit. She just start humming first. Oh God! I was playing that song. It was a. It was like a month ago. That come on, in my room. I was like, they okay, always tell is, that little story. <laughs> this is someone recording it off the TV because I can I can't find that exact scene. But here we go. All you gotta do is combine this part with this part. I was like, oh, you a songwriter now, huh? You writing songs? Pause. This girl is 12. She like 12, yeah. She She's, like 12 years old. <laughs> I want y'all to keep that. It's starting out right now. She sound about 20, but she going to jump into <laughs> after menopause in the next song. Go. Some people 
There it is. You sound like she been through. There it is. Right there. Stop. Stop. When you, <laughs> when you hear that, you like, oh, man, she been through it. Life. <laughs> 40 years of her life was rough. I'm <laughs> Give you that gruff. Give you that. Now, they in a basement. I know you hear music in the background. Like, <laughs> that's why I don't like. That's why I don't like musicals. Because in musicals, music just appears out of nowhere. <laughs> One of the things I liked about Dreamgirls is whenever there's music, most of the time there's a reason. Like, oh, we're rehearsing, we're performing, we're doing something. Where this is just we're cleaning. Oh, like that's. I do like this chorus though. I mean. Who's singing with her? One of the dudes from the Dells? One dude from the Dells or Howard Hewitt. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It definitely ain't Robert Townsend. No. He did not sing at all. Not Meteor Man. <laughs> no, sir. I love that. I just love that little, that melody. I do. I thought it was kind of funny, though, how he's like running around as she's singing. And trying finding to find these, lyrics. These pieces of paper. And like, just giving them to her. Okay. You go into the drawer. And you had a piece of paper in a sock. How did you know that was there? Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'll and she's writing the melody, freestyling this melody. I know. But the problem is that did they ever sing this song in real life? And like, not in, um, not in real not life. In the no, show. Not, the group did not sing the song. So why are we going through this? Because it's supposed to. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to, in a way, showcase. Well, one to showcase her. Like we got to use her somehow. So yeah. they made this, but also. It's supposed to show how Duck is a songwriter, which they really don't expand on that much. They, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I would have because it's three. I think it's two scenes previous, two different scenes before this that he's trying to write a song because he kept saying the same lyric, and then she figures it out. I think they really should have done. This is what I would have done: take this scene, morph it into them recording it into the in the studio, the group. Absolutely. I don't know why they didn't do that. Have I know her, it's a trope, but I would have done it. That like, would have been a better tie-in. So we can actually understand that they did the damn song. <laughs> exactly. Like To me, this seems pointless. Like, it's a drop plot. Like, first off, two things I learned from this. One, she was cleaning up the room. Now it's junk as hell because he was going through it looking for little pieces of trash. <laughs> right? And two, it was pointless. It was five minutes of my life to hear this young old woman sing, <laughs> <laughs> sing this song, which granted beautiful melody if she mm-hmm. if this is actually her it's really it's really yeah. her that was really her singing who is this who is she uh i think her she name is to be like uh, teresa smith <laughs> or teresa thomas let me tell you something if i could sing like that <laughs> none of y'all niggas be my friend <laughs> good, good to know that abe good to look, know look look the abe you got here that you hang out with is talentless abe let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah. if i had some talent to sing like that oh yeah I would look. I would look at you. I would look at. I would look at Ben and Greg. Like y'all niggas beneath me, man. Yeah, Are that you? was ter- it's Tressa Thomas. Tressa Thomas. Did yeah. she have? A, did she have a singing career? Um, I don't no. think so. No. So you telling me she got that powerful voice? Let me tell you what happened. It's like reverse. You know how some people, as they get older, they lose their voice. Like she's. It's like Benjamin Button, right? No, she. Well, she still. She did, still did stuff, but it wasn't like she became a superstar or anything yeah. like that. Man, she tell me she walking around here in these streets as a normal person with that kind of talent. It's kind of like um, you remember um, you ever watched the well, the Parenthood, another Robert Townsend project. <sighs> you watched the Parenthood. Uh-huh. 
You remember Zarya's friend? I remember Zarya. Who had, Zarya like, was fine. Whoo, Jesus. Okay, gosh. well, okay, like the oldest son, he had a band, right? And Zarya's friend was the lead vocalist in his band, and then they started dating. Uh-huh. Uh, she has, like, a powerhouse voice. And I, the only thing I know her from is from The Parenthood, and there was a, there's a movie in the 80s called, like, Troop Beverly Hills, when they were singing about, like, Girl Scout cookies, and she was singing that. I'll show you after the show. And there, oh, there was also a TV movie with, it had all the people from uh, TGIF, all the, like, the kids. It was, like, Jaleel White and. Oh, yeah, and they, but they were, like, in. Uh, they were, like, camp. a summer camp. Yeah. Yeah, she was on that, too. Tasha Scott was her Tasha name. Tasha Scott, yes. Yeah. Tasha Scott, Tasha Scott, Tasha Scott. Let me look that I've never up. heard of her. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so they go to a record company to get, um, to get signed and the, the guy brings in the five horsemen, which was hilarious. Uh, they totally Pat Boone the song. Comic <laughs> gold, bad blonde wigs. Oh man. They oversized see, sweaters. They really made sure to sell the whitewash it. Yeah, shit. they really did like it. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find that, that scene real that quick. That to me was just funny, just with the I was like, y'all couldn't find. But I mean, I guess that was the comedy. I was like, you can't find better wigs, but that was the comedy. I I don't think this song is right for this group, but I got a group that I think be perfect for this song. Hold on a second, Marsha, send in the five horsemen. You're gonna love these guys. Hey there, guys. <laughs> Let's show them who the horsemen are, guys. Huh? Yeah. yeah, we got soul. Oh, God. <laughs> sha na na Ain't got no money. Whoa. Ain't got no fancy car. Whoa. Don't live the life of a millionaire. Jack. Whoa. Or a movie star. Jack. Jack. <laughs> nothing in the world that I could possess. Stay with your love and your <laughs> How are they snapping their fingers off beat? Oh, oh God. Oh man. With yeah. the big oversized um H's on the sweater. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I know God. I know he wanted to call it the five honkies and they were like, nah, we can't do that, Robert. It's two on the nose. Two on the nose. <laughs> but we want to keep that H so you know some honkies came in here. Five like horsemen. So they signed with Big Red. Which um, was just, you knew that was a mistake. Yeah. But who else are they going to sign with? And he said, what about publishing? <laughs> publishing. And I was like, he was ahead of his time. He knew. He he was he wanted to talk he about something. that's where the money was. Yeah. He was ahead of his time. And then just to even bring that up, knowing the history of black artists, black writers and their publishing, and those black writers who would write those songs the five horsemen would sing it, and the black writer never saw the publishing. It's been going on for years. Um, Sad. So after they do that, they find that on the radio, and you see how big uh, the Matthews family is. Um, it was a lot of random kids. In a yeah. Dad, dad, that it was dad, at least nine kids. And dad was like, look, son, you don't want to be like me. Don't fuck this life away. Please That's why he's telling the word. That's why he's telling the word. He's like, please wear a condom. What are you trying to say, Dad? Put trying a to helmet on your Jimmy. And put a helmet on your Jimmy. Why? Because all y'all are niggas are mistakes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all of you. I wish I was wearing a condom, boy. Oh, man. But you know what? They know what they say. 
the first two kids are, are trash, and then the rest of them have some talent. You, your brother, your sister. Yeah, that might work out. I might be able to fuck myself out of this poverty. <laughs> um, so they go on tour, uh, and then they get pulled over somewhere in the South. You got to have that trope in those movies. Sing, oh. sing for your freedom. Oh my God. You got to have that trope. They could have made that so much more darker. Yeah. But they decided to go the safe route. It would have been so bad if, like, one of them was, like, off-key because he was scared. And they just beat him. And that's the one they hung. <laughs> what was Ooh, even fun? <laughs> yeah, that went even darker. Is it me or did it seem like the cop was about to – like, there are several scenes in this movie where I felt like someone was about to laugh or break character. And I felt like when the cop was like, sing for your freedom, he was about to break character and start laughing. Like, he had that look in his face like <clears> – <throat> This is trash. <laughs> like he knew, yeah, he actively knew. Like this is awful. And and and, and what the scene before it bothered me is that they did a close up on the Bible. And I was like, man, that's pivotal. He left his Bible. He left his Bible. They he ain't protected. His, he ain't protected from the from the from the grace of God. What does that mean? The net scene. Racist cops pull you over. So you telling me? I'm I, not even gonna lie. I thought they were gonna catch up with them and like you forgot your Bible. Yeah. I, 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 I thought I thought maybe it was like a. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it would have been better if, like the cops had the nightstick, right? And he was about to lay it in the duck's face. And then he was like, what did you know about God? And then he'd be like, I, I carry my Bible every day. You lie. Where is it? And then he'd look at it and it's missing. Uh-huh. And then he's like, and he just hit. The, I'm, I'm making this darker, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> um, so... They see the album cover that uh, what in the Norman and Rockwell was that? So I thought, okay, so first off, hard to watch this knowing how record companies and deals are now. That made it that scene harder to watch. Um, I thought that it was going to be the Gwen Stefani moment and that Eddie Kane. <laughs> that was just Eddie Kane. It was just going to be just him and everyone else in the background. And I was like, uh, this is much worse. Like, this is... <laughs> But that, I thought that, this was that, gonna be that moment that where you had to divide as like like with James Brown and the Famous Flames. It's mm-hmm. like it's like Eddie King's the talent. <laughs> 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 the five heartbeats are just, you know. And then Eddie King's like, this is how it had to be, fellas. It was this or nothing. <laughs> um So they're uh they continue on the tour. Dresser is stressed out, his girl's pregnant, and uh because he was stressed out of no, it was funny. It's like he's stressed out about it. He talks to Big Red. Big Red gives like, "Hey, well, here's a doctor who can, you know, who help can hit you. her in the stomach and <laughs> make it all go away." Okay, so wait a minute. Was that like an abortion? See, that's why they were all giving him money. No, well, no, 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 no. He, he when he said, to, but he 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 didn't. He was he didn't know what to do. So he talked to Jimmy, and then he talked to Big Red, okay. and Big Red gave him the number of a doctor. Who would take care of it? And we ain't shit. Yeah, and and, so, and then Eddie takes that number. Like you're not gonna do that. Here's some money. I feel like they just gave him like twelve dollars. Because he could have that much money. Because he just, he came in with like that box of chicken, right? So he didn't spend. He's probably spent like like a dollar fifty on that chicken. Mm-hmm. It's okay. 1966. Well, I bet it was good too. Oh, I bet it was good. Oh yeah, that's before MSG. Oh yes, yeah, so the, the, the KFC in the South. <laughs> well, first off, first off, they didn't let him. First off, they didn't let him go to a KFC. Like there was no race story behind that. That's the story I want. That cop wasn't there. Sing for your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Sing for this chicken. Ba 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 poo. 
Um, so uh, during one of the shows, now and like you said, like these moments where they're having a conversation during the performance. What is that, man? So like, Duck wants to argue like, during man, the song. Yeah, and, and no one picked that up. No one said anything. Like you know, we're gonna bring that as part of the act. Yeah, yeah. Them ripping their clothes off. Yeah, that, 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 that. work with what you got. We gonna use it. We gonna use it. They don't like each other today because you know, Duck um, ain't shit and JT ain't shit. So then they all get Cadillacs or whatever those cars were. They're on the cover of Ebony, Jet, Rolling mm-hmm. Stone, just, Time. Just hit after hit after hit, cranking them out. Yeah. They didn't have any lull. I realized at this point, Baby Doll didn't get signed. No. Who was Baby Doll? Yeah, exactly. Who was Baby Doll? She was the first person you see singing in the movie. Already forgot about her. Yeah. Oh. She was fine. But she's the that's, first that's, one. And it's supposed to be Eddie's girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh, mm-hmm. I had to rewatch that. So this is basically at the point where I was watching where I sent you that meme of Eddie Kane Jr. versus <laughs> David, David Ruffin. Ruffin. <laughs> the verses we all need. Oh, uh, okay. A um, couple things. Uh, so when Eddie is like, he gets in Flash's face like, you know, you, you want my spot, Flash? <laughs> It's like, look, didn't Flash beat you in a talent show yeah. a exactly. couple years before? He's better than you. Why are they dressed like a boxer? Like, is that his gimmick? That was part of his. That was part of the gimmick. Yeah, they they they, they just yeah because he had a song. You only yeah. hear like five seconds yeah. of it, but yeah. it was like Knocked down down, down 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 for the count. And like yeah. they had they dressed like boxers, just like boxers and doing like punches. I'm like, this is some corny shit that Robert Townsend <laughs> thought of. But but as much as was as corny. He did have some one line. How does it feel yeah. to be me? <laughs> okay. Uh, one scene. Um, this is where Tanya comes back around. Uh, so Eddie escalated to drugs and alcohol. Very quickly. Sex, Very drugs, quickly. rock and roll, baby. Choir boy escalates to gum and cussing a little bit. Yeah. And a new nickname. Who the hell is Rock. Yeah, <laughs> like like when I was watching, they call me Rock, nigga. Do they? Hold on. <laughs> no one calls him Rock. I no, thought it was funny that point. he was trying to be an opportunist. I know all his parts. Word, oh yeah, word. You, I was like, you've been waiting for this. Well, you know, you've been, you've been waiting. You've been yeah, practicing. He, he had a rough hold to go. He knew his time was limited. He stung far. But hey, <laughs> but hey, you know the confidence started. Remember when when Duck came back with the chicken. Mm-hmm. What did Eddie say? Yeah, choir boy got a girl in his room. Uh oh, that's that's where it started. Oh man, I'm the lead singer of the, of the five heartbeats. <laughs> Since when? My name Rock. <laughs> oh, and he pointed to the he pointed the thing. Yeah, in case you don't recognize me. Hold on, let me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, organizing. <gasps> I'm organizing all this. Oh my God, I didn't know it was you. Uh, I I and I wrote this, and hopefully I don't get canceled because it's a colorist joke. Uh. Tanya is definitely the light skinned girl that doesn't text back. Damn. So okay, so I'm gonna say text, I'm gonna say this. Back three years later, Robert Townsend <laughs> seems to have a problem with light skinned people because every light skinned person in this movie was was just bad. No, everybody in the movie was bad. No, the name one dark skinned person was good. The light skinned people were especially. They were clearly the villains. The, the Falcon and Big were Red were clear. He was a reverse Tyler Perry. They were clearly the villains. Big Red was a villain. 
Falcon was the first villain, then they, they leveled up to the next light-skinned dude, and he was the villain. All the light-skinned women ain't no, this. Yeah. Robert Townsend, clearly a light-skinned woman broke his heart or something. Because he villainized. It was probably Tonya. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. <laughs> he just villainized him. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. If you, if you start off in a simp's place, I don't care how much money you have, how much fame you have, you were writing this bitch poems. Of course she ain't going to like you for real. Instead of songs for your band. Right. I like, know, right? like the first time, and then he went and hid behind the fence. Yeah, she got picked up by a grown man. Yeah, she in a out, really expensive car. <laughs> she, was, she, was, she was out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. She was like, uh. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and then he goes so, full Suge Knight. <laughs> My, I was trying. I was. I was wondering, like, was this before or after? This is before. This was before the Suge Knight Vanilla Ice Storm. Yeah, sure? that was 90. I think the Suge Knight thing was 91 or 92. This movie came out in 91. 91. But they wrote it in 88. So this I mean, was, so the, this between, was between according to what I read, it was supposed to have been inspired by what happened to Jackie Wilson. Hmm. They, they dangled Jackie Wilson? Yeah, they said they did, this happened to Jackie Wilson. The thing that I, I, I understand, like, the whole, like, my office hours are. I understand that whole thing is supposed to be intimidating. The um, the thing that I can only pay attention to every time is when they pick him up and they're carrying him out to the balcony is the rip in the pants. That was hilarious. <laughs> what was that there? I, I think that's just how it went. Left it in for realism. <laughs> they, yeah, they just they left it in. Uh, and if it, if this thing would have popped out, they'd be like, just keep it in, keep it in. <laughs> they would have made an edit. <laughs> no, they wouldn't have. I could have made an edit because uh, there was. I don't know if y'all caught, but this was very small, and I'm, I, I don't want to say I'm going ahead, but you talking about pants? Did y'all peep that um, Robert was stuffing his pants? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That that was a that was apparently a '70s thing to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot of rock stars do it. Yeah, yeah. That would that would classify him as ain't shit. Could not have been. <laughs> um. So. I thought they were, I I really thought he was gonna right. drop bird though I did. It yeah. would have been funny if he did. Ah, <laughs> oh, can you fly? Listen, <laughs> come on, rooster. So, this is like okay. This is still at the same party where Tanya appears, and then Duck says, "Oh, I let me can we go someplace and talk?" Okay, let me tell my brother real quick that I'm leaving, and it feels like it's like thirty minutes later. <laughs> he still hasn't found his brother, but now JT is is. Sad because he's alone. Uh, he he ain't, he ain't got nobody, and because he can't control his dick. It was the stupidest. It, I don't think they have doctors for, for. I don't think they have dick doctors, brother. Like that. that yeah, but this so, is this is the late sixties. Sex addiction isn't a thing. But that okay. okay. I, that's what I thought. Like it wasn't a thing at the time. I mean. I Necessarily, he was dealing. I don't think he was dealing with sex addiction. I think he was dealing with simp addiction because all the women he got was on some duplicitous simp shit. Like, oh my, I'm shy and I don't never been with a girl. No, he's talking about JT though. JT was waking up with three women in bed. Yeah, but then it, it wasn't that the same. Uh, remember, he was in the car. He said, "I tell these girls anything to sleep with them." That's some simp shit. Well, his simp shit worked because <laughs> he was waking okay. up. He was waking up. Duck was looking at him like, why can't I get that? So the next thing that happens is, um, I'll write you a poem. Oh, when Jimmy comes by Big Red's office, because I Eddie was paranoid. This whole "you trying to replace me" thing, oh yeah, that was, was all in his mind. Yeah, they just didn't like that he was missing shows or that he was late. They just they didn't like it. 
but they weren't trying to replace him. But he made it up in his mind, or Big Red put the bug in his ear. I'm pretty sure. I, that I, I felt that Big Red probably did it. I'm sure. So, um, Jimmy, this is what Jimmy gets for not having a contract. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we'll just buy you out. I mean, well, you can't really he had, do anything about it. Well, he had parts of it written signed. into their original contract because he said, you know, I don't want to get pushed out again. He's like, is there something to take care of me? So I think that's why he was like, we either have to buy you out or we have to, um, or, you know, what they eventually ended up doing. But they wrote something originally for him in that original contract because he, I guess he was learning. <laughs> so this is um, Big Red thinking with his dick because he he threatens Jimmy. Like, like first, is he going to, yeah. Eleanor. What are you going you going to rape Eleanor? Eleanor. Is that is that what's going to happen? I thought he was going to kill her to get to him, but, no, but I that, thought I thought he was going to rape her. Wait a minute, but did he really kill him because Can we talk about that death thing? It was it was too like what what, what happened to keeping your head on the swivel, nigga? Like <laughs> like trust Yeah, somebody not, somebody has called your house. Yes. But not even that. He was killed by the slowest moving vehicle in the world. Like I would have thought. I, I thought. He, how, how did how did how did the truck driver know he was gonna be outside at that on, moment? Like, oh, I see him. Go. Like, <laughs> hold on. You gotta I, like that the, thing the orchestration up. of this. Hold on, hold on. And was then, questionable. Then, then he had to be partially deaf because trucks are loud as shit. So if one coming towards you. What is that? <laughs> he turned around like, oh my god, in heaven, it might hit me. Do I move? Do I step to the side? Do I sing about it? <laughs> I thought the gun was going to get him. That would have been more believable. It would have been better yeah, if they shot him. If he just got shot yeah. or someone or like the valet. The valet was actually the murder, and when it was Big like, okay, thank the you. Guards. It's like, like when he goes to get the keys from the valet, the valet just stabs him. Yeah, a like, shank. Yeah. <laughs> Big Red says hello. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, did you kill him? Yeah. Like, that okay, truck shit actually truck? worked. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you played it off, man. You a mastermind. The truck was going 15, going to speed limit. He never looked around. <laughs> That's why they called me Big Red, and then just do his hair. <laughs> hair flip. And then okay. he gonna show up crying at the <laughs> at the funeral. At the funeral. This just... was Dirty Mac into the highest degree. <laughs> I swear, it felt like the funeral was like ten minutes later. Like he literally he died, and then all right, ten minutes later, like in the real time. Yeah. This funeral. Yeah. Okay. This uh, I thought it like he's Dirty Mac in the highest degree, and I I don't know if people know this story, and it's, it's kind of it's connected to Sam Cooke. This was inspired by Bobby Womack. Hmm. Do you know this? Yeah. Do you know this story, Abe? No. Okay, so when Sam Cooke was killed, uh, he was he was married. I can't remember her name, but like he, uh, Bobby Womack and his brothers had a group that Sam Cooke had signed or was mentoring. Two months after Sam Cooke's death, Bobby Womack married Sam Cooke's widow. Two months. They were they were sitting together at the funeral. Two months later, they get married. Sam Cooke's family is not pleased. Bobby Womack's own brothers are not pleased. I think Sam Cooke's other brothers or his other relatives beat him up because they didn't like Barbara what he was Campbell doing. Cook. Yeah. And then it gets even messier later on because Bobby one of, one of Bobby Womack's brothers marries. Sam Cook's daughter. 
Yeah, I think that might have been inspired by that. So his stepdaughter later became his sister-in-law. So the whole time, Sam Cooke was sitting on the dock of the bay and had That's had... Otis Redding. No, I thought Sam Cooke. Oh, it is That's Otis Redding. Redding. A change Sam Cooke is a change going to come. Damn, that's fucked up. That's Cuban even worse. Tarot. That's even worse because <laughs> the guy was like, well, you know, he, he talked about a change coming. <laughs> 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 I was born in the river. <laughs> um, so... Uh, I'm not sure who was singing at the funeral. I thought it might have been Patti LaBelle because she was on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But you don't see anybody singing. You you hear somebody that singing at the funeral. That would have cost money. But you don't see anybody. They spent all, they spent all, they spent all that money in, in that riveting death scene with the trash truck. Yeah. Um. So uh, we and we see and we see uh, Big Red leave and Bird is just. Bird is suspicious, of course. He has a reason to be. Um, and then they go to see Eddie, and you know he's like, everybody knows, and I don't know if anybody really knew or made the connection. But even though Bird comes in, explains his side of, the, uh, of his his perspective, and they put it together that Big Red killed Jimmy, and Big Red is found guilty, goes to jail, whatever. Eddie still leaves the group. Because they didn't up. want, I don't. They didn't. I don't think they wanted him to leave. Eddie, Eddie was so broken up. He said he couldn't sing no more. I think yeah. Eddie was just messed up. Though. Yeah, Eddie think, was doing I, too much drugs, yeah, yeah. and he just couldn't. Um, but and what we're gonna learn further from this is that they didn't love Eddie for real. Well, at the beginning, you heard like they don't need Eddie. Bobby was actually the lead singer yeah. before he got shot in both legs or whatever happened. To mm-hmm. him. Um, okay, so. Um, were there key tars in 1972? I thought they were in the 80s at that point. They're in the 70s. I think they no, were in the 80s. Edgar Winter, it, it, was, it was still the 70s. Edgar Winter essentially kind of pioneered the key tar, or at least that's what he says. So I'm pretty sure it was around. In 1972, were there key tars? Because uh, it sounded, the, the music sounded very early 80s R&B, mm-hmm. but it was supposed to be the early 70s. Um. I mean, and if it wasn't, I mean, yeah. there's other parts of this movie that are. Um, there's some anachronism yeah. things. Uh, JT is just, he's just a jealous dude who, uh, he, yeah, he can't control himself, but I think he, it's like he has no identity because he's, he's, he's like, you hear whose name are they calling out? Yeah, they calling Flash's name. He's the lead singer of the group. No, nah, man. They're not calling your name. They, you, they, didn't, you don't sing lead. They, they, of course they, they, they're not calling your no, name. No, 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 no. But no, nah, no, nah, fuck that. The next time we go on stage, I'm just gonna fuck up our whole set <laughs> and just come out there. And That's what Bobby Brown said. He, like, he Bobby Browned <laughs> it. Bobby he Brown. Bobby Browned <laughs> it. Oh man, you know who I felt bad in that whole scene? I felt bad for that dude who was like, baby, I I pay for your tickets. Now, I know my head. Yeah, front row seats. They, so, they messed up bald head guy, man. Oh, man. I now, felt, he wasn't bald. I felt some kind of way about that. He Is was it, the worst kind of bald. It was receding. I felt some kind of way about that. Was it? Is that grounds for divorce? Yes. No. no yes. No, that's not grounds for divorce. He left her there. Yeah, but did he like leave her? Leave her? Leave yes. her? Leave? He no, left no, no. her at the show. No, he but did left. he leave her? Leave when her? When he walked off from that seat, he walked out of her life. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Like, is that grounds for divorce? Divorce means we gotta talk sometime to get this shit settled. 
Not necessarily. You somebody gonna sign some it's paper. Over. It's a dissolution. You just dissolution of the marriage. You just cheated with song. Yeah, like you had an orgasm through song. Yeah, it's over. Oh, some shit I paid for. Mentally penetrated you. It's over. It's over. We're done. And then you gonna go home. She gonna go home. She she got his jacket. She got the number. Obviously, the number didn't call nowhere. Right. She gonna she gonna find that out later. Right. It's a payphone. It's a payphone. <laughs> it's a house of life. <laughs> and I learned. All right. Um, so they go. Uh, this was another one of the famous uh, what scenes that black people like from this film. It's actually one of the saddest, cringiest scenes in a black film and I have ever seen. Well, when they're outside after the concert? Yeah. I love that, those hats, but no, yeah, no, that was they, they came out sharp. Yeah, Two things. Let me speak on this. Two things. One, I know that suit he had on stank. I, I know it stank. The way it came out from that, from that nasty-ass trench coat he was wearing, and it still shined. Look, let me tell you something. You are in rock bottom because he was full crackhead at that moment, right? Because crackheads would sell everything but that rock and that dream and the soup was that dream. But he kept he kept it in the closet, neat. He's like and he's like one day. One day. I'ma get back in the group. He been following them niggas outside, but one day they gonna see me and they gonna see it in his mind, in his oh, adult God. brain. If they see me with this suit. I'm instantly coming back to the group. And this is how I know these niggas ain't shit, right? This is how I know these niggas ain't shit. They let him sit out there and, and embarrass him. And make him fool himself. Now, and it was so quiet. Yes. It was so quiet. Like, you had all these screaming people on the other side of the fence. He gets through. They didn't just leave. No. Yeah. They're all standing and there. They, and there are people behind him, like, like when they where they came out. There are people back there, too. Yeah. Like, it was so quiet. And, 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 and they could have just been like, nah, bro. Let's we get gonna, you some help. We gonna, let's get you some help. But but, 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 but but first and foremost, let's make sure the nigga you've been talking shit don't see you like this. Flash. Yeah. Let's make sure. Yeah, that, what, did, what did Flash do? Did, no, no, no. Them niggas, them niggas was like, shh, shh, shh. Flash coming. No, Flash be had like five girls. No, he yeah, had, yeah, he had an entourage. He had, he had a truffle load of bitches, right? He come in there and just look at him like, ha! Look at your punk ass. Man. I won. I won. <laughs> oh. Eddie Kendricks. Oh man. And then one one guy was like, duh, I, I, I can give you some money. JT was like, you embarrassing yourself. And then um, Rock, a.k.a. <laughs> Choir Boy, <laughs> he was like, come on, man, don't do it like this. Not none of them niggas was like, you know what, let's let's get you to the hotel, yeah. you know, scooter side, bitches, this is my homeboy. You know, we grew up together. We we Not only did we start this group together, we um we faced racist cops down in Mississippi together. This, this is... In this a is station a, wagon. In a station wagon. This is a bond. Nah, fuck that. So yeah, um, uh, so after that, okay, so they're recording this new album, and then Tanya and Duck come in. They announce they are engaged. JT doesn't take it very well because he's like because he and he, did you you knew okay you you realized Instantly, that yeah. And what's funny is like how do you, how, you don't even know her. I'm like 
They've been together like four years. Yes. Yeah. They still don't know each other. Yeah. You can You don't marry this girl. Like, come on, man. But what was what was a missing plot to me was did Quabo know that they were fucking? Because they had like an argument outside. Yeah, because she was JT him as a was go between. Yeah, he was he was their go between. That's why when when they went to see Sarge in the hospital, uh, Duck thought that she was having an affair with Choir Boy. But he was just like the messenger or whatever for JT, which was never really explored. It wasn't explored no. nor that explained. Choir Boy knew what was going on. And that's why and he ain't shit. Happen. Yes. But but the most ancient moment to me is that um, right after this time, I think it sped to the net scene when they found out what happened to Eddie. They're like on the yeah, radio. That, that yeah, and got, they just glossed uh, that he over got it. shot. Because I wrote down that um, on the radio, Eddie gets in a shootout with the cops. Yeah, that's in critical condition, and Duck has no reaction. No one goes to see I, him. I, you know what? You know what the fucked up part about? I thought they were going to see him. I was like, oh man, he must be going to the um to the hospital to see his friend. I figured he was about to die. Yeah. No, that nigga was just going home. I was like, wait, wait what? Yeah. So he uh we finds out that it was he when he followed Tanya and he finds out that from the bellhop that his brother just went in there wow, too. Wow, two, two five heartbeats in one night. Wow. Oh man. <laughs> like, and I'm like, Tanya is toxic because oh. she or she she's a player. She's toxic to say something like, "I love you, JT," but I'm in love with Duck. Like, what does that mean? That is exactly. It does. You're not saying anything. <laughs> you want your man and your <laughs> no no. Him. Put it this way. You are so nice, Duck, but your brother is slinging wood. Okay, <laughs> look, you are so Red nice. Red wood, like a strong kind. <laughs> look, look, look now, <laughs> when, when, when you fuck me, you you have poems afterwards, and I feel like a better human being. But when when JT come in and, and, and hit this monkey, it's like I'm about to die. That's what I need, because I'm a toxic bitch. Okay? I don't want to feel loved and special. I want to be cheated on and choked on and shit, and you can't get that to me. <laughs> so in the next he scene, slap her and it's all when, when <laughs> after JT says, you got to tell him the truth, and she just says, I can't, and the scene is over, like, okay. So I wondered, like, did they fuck after that, or did she just leave, or I don't know. I, I, we never see her again, do we? No, at the um, when they're getting their gold record, mm-hmm. she's in that scene. That's and, the, and, and, he, and that's when he. Oh yeah, when they when basically when they break up, yeah. she was like, yeah, I just want to say, I'm first flash got out there was like, yeah, <laughs> it's lonely at the top, and you'll see it in your stories about two weeks, like two weeks, two weeks. You recording this album while right you recording now. that album <laughs> right now? <you're> damn, like, <laughs> damn flash, you were superhero. <laughs> And then JT was like, it was a double whammy, man. Let me tell you something. If if two people had the first two mics in the acceptance speech and say they're leaving the group. No one else should come up, yeah. No, no, they were already up there. No, what's I'm funny f- is like, okay, y'all just going to keep giving speeches <laughs> yeah, after Flash just said out. Yeah, like, after I'm that, leaving no more speeches. Album, no, 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 no more speeches. Like speeches that, it should have been over. But Duck had to give his I guess he had to say his piece because yeah. he knew what, because he, you know, he realized you, what was going on. But even after Duck gave his speech, it like there was still the applause. The ceremony went on. Let me tell you, that's a good question for you, Greg. And then JT was like, "Thank you very much." <laughs> like, what, what are we ben, doing? Ben Lee, Ben 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 Lee, Ben Flash. All right. 
Okay, Ben leaves the group. Uh-huh. I'm Doug. I basically uh, say fuck you to the rest of the group and say I'm leaving. What's your speech going to be like when it's time to speak? I, I, I guess I'll be JT. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then, really cool be, record, y'all. Hey, no matter what we say, they'll still keep a fly. <laughs> Like, you know what? Since we want, since we want up and uh, I just go up there and say something crazy. The FBI shot shot JFK and Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, since we confess a deep dive secrets, I have a debilitating coke habit. <laughs> and you, <laughs> he said, I wear women's drawers and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so after this, after they make up, the bum. and it seemed to be like, in <laughs> every city we go to, I murder a rambler. I murder a rambler. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I don't see how y'all haven't connected Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Uh, well. Well, since we're giving it out, in every city we go to, I murder a, rambling, uh, a random homeless guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how y'all wouldn't put this shit together, man. Y'all been looking. Y'all been looking for the Zodiac killer. You missed the the five heartbeat killer. <laughs> y'all, y'all keep clapping. I just finished murdering one the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I, and while I was murdering, I did what Flash did and wrote a song about it. <laughs> 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 it's, it's called Soul Knife. <laughs> someone get someone on the phone. Get Bruckheimer on the phone. We gotta remake this. <laughs> So nice. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. And it wouldn't even be true. It wouldn't even be true. I would just be trying to one up them. It's like, look, man. Is that true about the homeless thing? Nah, man. I just smoke crack, but <laughs> one one nigga making hours behind the back, the other man sleeping with his brother's wife. Oh god. How do I one up that? <laughs> Then if you really want to make it dramatic, out of nowhere, doors open. Eddie Kane Jr. <laughs> no, no, no. The door just bust open. And um, what's the guy's name? Who said who died? Oh, God, Jimmy. Jimmy Jimmy's alive. Jimmy Potter, people. <laughs> Jimmy, Ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy, Jimmy Potter. Just, Jimmy just busted. I dodged. <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, make this happen. Oh, man. Okay. That was the dumbest part of that whole scene is that these men spilling their life dreams and no one cut the ceremony. It's like, we're just going to keep going, man. We paid. We, I'm in my nice dress. Hey, I'm look, like, they manager dead. There's no one to stop yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> like, brother, it's only. It's a, sh- sh- should we stop it? No, no. We Some got two more side. people. I ordered the steak. <laughs> he said, hey, man. Hey, man. Shouldn't we stop it? Nah, nigga. It's three more heartbeats out there. We got to see what they can say. <laughs> they, I, I guess they won up at each other. <laughs> Uh, so after that, they break up, and it seems to be at least maybe like 15 years later, uh, Duck gets a letter from Choir Boy, and uh, 
he put his money into his father's church. So he actually did go back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he didn't he didn't run the church. Like I was yeah. disappointed. I was like, man, this is a nice church. You you just You the choir director. You the choir director. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's gotta be fancy. It's gotta be fancy. Minister of music. music. There you go. <laughs> there you go. De- <laughs> Deacon of <laughs> praise worship. <laughs> um so uh Duck is wearing glasses. Choir boys wearing glasses. So I wrote, "Glasses mean time oh. has passed." Yes, <laughs> oh. yes. Um, and the apparently the third time is the charm for baby doll, um, because <laughs> when he when she first saw him using, she left him, and then she came back, and then after he left the group, she left him, <laughs> and back, then though. when she came back. When I guess he finally cleaned himself up. Let me tell you something. Shout out to Kevin Simmons. When you find you a high value man, <laughs> is Eddie a high value man? Eddie's a high value man, man. Eddie Kane Jr. Eddie, Eddie Kane Jr. What other niggas name Eddie Kane yeah. Jr.? Lead singer of the Five Heartbeats. Oh man, don't get more high value than that. I know. See, that's the problem. She didn't break up her home. Or any other bitch would have said, "Nah, drugs and and and." and. But she she still came back though. Uh huh. She she realized that he was high value, uh-huh. and he was like, "Well, I mean, if he clean himself up, I'll come back." Uh-huh. So that's what he did, uh-huh. and she came back uh-huh. because he also had to realize that he is a high value man, absolutely, because he lost his way, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh-uh. You know, <laughs> you know, you know see, that's, see, that's the pro- that's the problem. See, that's 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 the difference between real women back in the fifties um, <laughs> and sixties and these new cancel culture. Feminazi bitches like a normal oh. a oh normal girl would have took her man beating, cheating, <laughs> doing drugs as a sign to quit. Cause they were qu- cause these new bitches are quitters. <laughs> <laughs> And that dude is still waiting on his steak. <laughs> they brought him chicken. He's waiting on his steak. Sitting here watching the ceremony. He's so crazy. But I paid a lot of money for this ticket. Uh, and then he going to come up there. Duck, we need you to write us some music. Okay. I mean, I don't know why Eddie's like happy. He's like, none of y'all niggas visit me in the hospital. I was I was laid up. I was bruh, in a gunfight. I had a gunfight with the with the police department, bro. I was at rock bottom and y'all I didn't help me. almost died. <laughs> you know, I still I still got that silver suit in my closet. Just the remembrance of how niggas treat you. He's probably like, I'm still paying these hospital bills. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm on my... Then he was like, I'm on my 12-step program. So he ain't even like he ain't even finished it. He yeah, he ain't even finished it. Like I, I would want him I to mean, be. It's a process, though. But twelve steps is like twelve days, right? No, 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 no. Oh, no. It could take a year, maybe longer. So, so if this fall off, if something going, he, he back right back the, on the pipe. Yeah. Back, but this time, when they see him, he gonna be in the but deacon. He, he managed in a group. Okay. He learned from Jimmy, or learned what not to do, or whatever. Don't trust nigga named Red. <laughs> uh, so after that. Um, so he tells him like where JT is. And so he finds J- Duck finds JT with a girl from the beginning of the film. Yes. That he was messing with in the closet or wherever that was. Yes, he went back to her. And they got two kids. So he went back to her all along. Not Tanya. So what makes JT the most ancient person is that. He found love, but 
what he did caused Duck so much trauma that he would never find love. That he again. wouldn't. That he's alone. He's alone. Mm. And then to rub it in and rub salt in the wound, he gonna name his child Duck. So that he can get a daily remember of how a normal life would be. What, well, like <laughs> Duck said, whoever has kids first, first yeah, name the name them after me. I never understood that trope. It kind of remind me of um, a league of their own, where the the the, um, the sisters get into like a bit fight, and um, it's just so groundbreaking, so much hate. Mm-hmm. Right, and they just couldn't, they just couldn't see it through. So they now they old and they had kids, and the kids don't know <laughs> about all the trauma. No, yeah. don't know this their uncle. Oh yeah, that that bothers me. Like yeah, I get, they, they, yeah, they have no idea who he is. Yeah, who is this person who looks exactly like you? <laughs> you well, know, we used to be in the singing group. <laughs> oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> then um, I get they reconcile, and there's a cookout. Where choir boy burns the ribs that terribly. <laughs> um, here's a throwback: Donnie Simpson, the special yeah, edition. I saw of that. Video I was like, Donnie Simpson. <laughs> Man, I was like, bruh. That's a throwback. Is he still alive? I think he is. Yes, because uh, Video Soul is coming back. Their BET is bringing it back. With him? With him as the host. Okay. Is he all there? Yeah. He's probably only like what in his fifties, maybe. He's probably in his sixties now. Sixties. He can't be in his fifties. Being we damn near forty. What did I say? I said in his sixties, right? No, you, you said, said in his fifties. Oh, no, he's in his sixties. Yeah, he's in his sixties. Um. So, uh, I wrote well at that cookout. There's no way these kids are fans of Flash. <laughs> there is no possible way. And the horsemen. And the five horsemen. Ugh. Uh, that was gross. Was it? Um, and then what <laughs> was funny, where like uh, uh, they're gonna show, hey, this is how this is how we suppose this is how the how real music goes. Uh, so basically, they're trying to roast Flash, even mm-hmm. though he's still so famous. Yeah, exactly. So he beat them again. again. <laughs> <laughs> and they, oh, they sounded like some haters. I that nigga ain't gonna be playing in my house. I'm like, yeah, because you're obviously in debt. That was a very get off my lawn moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but at at that point where they're like, we will show you how 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 it's supposed to go, and then you know, uh, they want Eddie to come up. No, no, they well, you want to hang with you can want to hang with Eddie K Jr. But they want Duck was the last one to come up, and he said, "I ain't saying in years." Like there, the trauma that I just mentioned that he went through, it's still very much. And, it, and it's a daily reminder. You sent him to a family union with kids he should have had with the wife his brother stole from him. He should have. Like, remember the yeah. last time we were together? I found out you had fucked my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> and we ain't speak to each other for 15 years. But their mama was still. That's what I don't get. Like, they both got the same grandmama. So they just organize, organized the hate. It's like, yeah, that nigga duck come on Wednesday and Thursday. That's why. Just to keep the charade going. We ain't going to never visit Grandma on Wednesday and Thursday. Just going to be on Tuesday. Um, they got all these cousins and shit. And the little boy, I don't know. Look, real real talk, the little boy is special needs. And the, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> he's like, who is this? Boy, you know that's your uncle. Oh, you sure he's special needs? He's like three. He don't know his uncle, though. He's never seen him before. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. They haven't, they haven't talked to each other in 15 years. He's never seen him before. I, look, I, 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 I'm not going to ask you. This is you, a stranger. I'm not going to ask you this, so I'm going to ask myself this. All right? Now, 
it's some family members I don't claim. Okay. And I might not never want to see them again. But if they got that man roll up on my um on my cookout, I'ma know who they are. I mean, when they met in the park or wherever that was, by the tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, man, I don't know how it, I don't know how it is in the Greg household. All my uncles look alike. If my if, if my uncle say, if somebody come up to me and be like, uh, so you were that discerning when you were three years old? We talking about a three year old kid. That's why I say he's special needs. So I so, guess Greg, he, I guess Abe is saying he was that. He was that discerning when he was, was three years old. Okay. I, can look I, at I wasn't. I wasn't that. I was looking noses. Look, bells have a very distinctive feature. It's the nose. Oh my god! If I if I see if I see, let me tell you something. If family members they're a little bit younger that I really grow up with, and it's a lot of us go to a cookout. I don't know all of them. I look at the nose and the head. Oh yeah, yeah. That's one of us. I don't know your name, but okay. So, um, there were some budgetary constraints with this movie. Oh, about, obviously. Uh, in the box office, it only made eight point seven million dollars. Um, so, um, but did, I, they, did they make that money in China? I don't know. <laughs> they probably didn't care about China back then. So, in the so he used <clears throat> lesser known uh, actors for the most part. Um. Leon, Diane Carroll, and Harold Nicholas were like the the big names, I mm-hmm. guess you might say. Was Leon a big name at that time? Uh, a big enough. He'd been he'd been a, a few things by that time. Um, and he he considered Denzel Washington for Eddie Kane yeah, Jr. Denzel wouldn't do it. Yeah. Denzel had already won an Oscar at that time. It's like nope, hell no. Uh, and Whitney Houston as Baby Doll. She was like it's too small. That would have been her first film, but yeah. nah. They could have made the part bigger for her, though, to bring her in. You they, they would have had to make it bigger. You think they gave Whitney a... <laughs> she would have did it. Did people know that about her, though, at that time? I don't think people knew yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe... Only like, Bobby. Only yeah. Bobby knew. And Robin. <laughs> <laughs> the people closest to her life. Uh, so... Um, but how much did it take to make? Uh... I'm not seeing what the budget was, because but it, it was smaller than the 8.75. It was probably like two million, maybe. Million? Two million. Dollars. I would buy two hundred thousand. It might have been that, but if they had, if they had a an, a an Academy Award nominee in Diane Carroll, that was the only one they could afford. They couldn't get Denzel. Also, uh, <clears throat> I think it, I think they might have got two million because Hollywood Shuffle. Was already successful at this time, so this was like three, four years after Hollywood Shuffle. It got moderate success. Siskel and Anibra said a feature-length Townsend shows a real talent, and not surprisingly, an ability to avoid most cliches, to go for the human truth in his characters. By the end, we really care about these guys. There is an obligatory showing of racial prejudice against the group, and it seems a little tacked on. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, as if the only purpose of the Southern trip <laughs> was to justify the scene. So this is what Cisco and Neva was like. Uh, so why are we in the South? Oh yeah, racism. We can't have a full a full show without racism. I mean, they saying is Maori successful. 
I, I would give them a million dollars as as a production budget for the simple fact that I'm pretty sure they weren't paying these guys top talent. I mean, so a lot of these guys have never rose above. Um, you can't find anything about the budget. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the box office eight point seven five million. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing if it made three times what it's worth, that's considered a success. So. And he used all that money to bank. To, and they're saying that like it was greenlit with an eight point seven million dollar budget. So either they either they broke even or that number it was not the budget. Well, I, the, I saw that article. I think that's for a musical that they want to make based off of it. Oh yes, it is. Yeah, they want to make a musical yeah. based off of it. Okay, so that was a totally different thing. Well, I don't know because Robert Townsend does is a little expensive because Meteor Man was twenty million. Budget and box office was eight. Oh, okay. So here it is. I found this. So with Hollywood Shuffle <clears throat> providing a springboard, Townsend noticed a big shift in attention given to the five heartbeats, with quote going from a budget of a hundred and thousand hundred thousand dollars to almost nine million. Oh God! So they it almost flopped. broke even. Yeah. 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 So uh, all to conclude this. Um, since y'all watch the watch the movie for the first time, and like I said, I didn't hype this up to them at all, but this is one of those black people black people classic movies. Mm-hmm. It's on BET. It's on Bounce. Funny the night I watched it, The Temptations was also on. And what was the better movie, Greg? Me, Ben. I enjoyed both, only because. I mean, Temptation is clearly better. Let's just be real. I know. <laughs> I'm about to say you enjoy both. What? But I think maybe, like, yeah, I enjoy both. I think maybe, like, pacing was a little bit rushed. You could have probably, this probably could have benefited a little bit more if it was made a miniseries like The Temptations or like The Jackson's American Dream. Well, it wasn't I think just... Robert Townsend tried to uh, one-up that. Yeah. Because he directed the Little Richard uh TV movie mm-hmm. with Leon as Little Richard. I saw that one. Yeah. yeah, it could have been made better, but to me, it was exactly what I expected. It looked like it was made in 1991. It has that the film look that I actually kind of like sometimes, but it it was exactly what I thought it was. Like, I, like I so, so therefore I just I wasn't disappointed. I like the music. Um, I didn't realize some of those songs like the um, nights like this. I wish I didn't realize that came from the Five Heartbeats. I've always loved that song. Never realized that though. What song is that? Nights like this, I wish that the raindrops would fall. You know, he shows up. He said, like Eddie Kane started up singing it. Say, I can still sing it. Nights like this, I wish. Like he tries it, but yeah, I didn't realize that was from that movie. Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it just because I went into it with the expectation that. It's probably gonna be. It's gonna look a little dated just because of how old it is, and you're gonna have some things that worked in 1991 that just could not do 30 years later now. Uh, I mean... And the acting's gonna be cheesy because it was just cheesy. Was this released in movie theaters? Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it would have been like a great Netflix or... Oh, yeah. Well, nowadays, yeah, it's low budget. But I think also nowadays, you can get better looking movies that come on Netflix just because... Movie making equipment is cheaper. Audio equipment is cheaper. All these things are cheaper. So you could probably get something 
much better. And then just because of how we are now and just from this conversation, it'd be a lot darker, I think. Jimmy's getting gunned down. Oh, yeah. This oh, yeah. Was, this was a, kind of a, a a little bit of an important time for black directors mm-hmm. getting the um, being put in charge of a movie because it's, it's basically how black directors were looked at the time is how people still look at black quarterbacks that they can't lead or they can't yeah. uh, they can't be in charge of a of a big project like this. Like I think well, because a year were, later John Singleton gets poisoned in the hood, I think, like one or yeah. two years later. Yeah, sure. And at that time and then Singleton becomes the first the, <laughs> Yeah. And he's only twenty four years old that was at a the time. Big deal. Right out of USC film school, you get to make your passion project. Like that's a big deal. And he be and he becomes the first black director to be nominated for best director. Yeah. But then but then it, it's it's this handful of but it's only it was only like a handful of directors. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Townsend, you got Singleton, Spike Lee, yeah. um Ernest Dickerson, <clears throat> Matty Rich, and Gordon Parks had retired. Yeah, it wasn't, so many. <laughs> it was only like it was only a handful of directors. So you know, in thinking that, well, I'm not, I may not get a whole lot of chances to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the one that I really want to make, and I'm going to do whatever I have to do to make it. So that's why Robert Townsend kind of satirizes the whole kind of situation with Hollywood Shuffle. But then him and Keenan Ivory Wayans made this kind of made wrote this script mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make this film. But and it's the one they really wanted to make. And then Townsend had had another idea apparently while they're that incomparable <laughs> Meteor Man. I think Meteor Man could have been bigger if Maybe. if he didn't hire his friends. Well, no, Meteor Man. I think he tr- he tried to take Me- his friends with him. Meteor Man was huge. It had Bill Cosby. It had um, Earl. Yeah, the budget. Uh, he had a bigger budget. Yeah. yeah. So he yeah. get Bill Cosby and Robert Guillaume and Brian uh, McKnight. It wasn't Brian McKnight. It was Luther, Luther Vandross. Vandross. Luther Vandross. Yeah. Same okay. Big Eddie Daddy Kane. Eddie Griffith was an up-and-coming comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Sinbad in there? Sinbad was in yeah. it, too. Um, Marla Gibbs. Marla Gibbs, yeah. Um, I, I would like to, honestly, I would like to see that movie remade because it's actually an, an interesting. A young Don Shield. It's actually an interesting plot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's an, it's an interesting plot. Just, the execution's a little off, but, like, in terms of, like, no, it got well. Sick. It was it was it was it it was more like happy comic book, and I mm-hmm. mean like as far as the style. Mm-hmm. But if it were made today, yeah, it would be a hell of a lot darker. Yeah. Well, no, I would make it. I would make it happy like that. Put it in the hands of the MCU. Let them action comedy it. I think they could. I think they do a great job with. Yeah, it. Yeah, but I don't know if they do nah. it because they didn't create the character. Yeah. I, I think they do a great job nah. with it. There it, are no Meteor Man comic books. Disney ain't about creating new characters. They about stealing it and rebranding. Yeah, exactly. Do that with Meteor Man. But they you got to buy. You got to buy it from him. I mean, it's only so many. It it's Robert only Tom. so many black superheroes. Because I mean, there he was still. I mean, because what did he do? Almost twenty years later, still Condor. He made a superhero movie with Disney. Oh yeah, up up in a way. Up up in a way. And then what did they do with that? They stole it and made it sky high. <laughs> Oh, I'm I telling for, you, I Robert for, Townsend. He, I, I bet you they would buy about, it from him. I forgot about up, up in the way. I bet it you they would Charmin buy it from Hensley him. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, make a meet. I'm telling you, Disney should remake Meteor Man. 
and get you get you a young black cast to do it, I think it does well, especially if you give it the Disney treatment. You don't have to put them in the MCU or nothing, but like put it in the like make give it the Disney treatment because I mean it's got a lot of comedy. It's got a nice little heart of gold story where you, you're trying to. It's still kind of dark though because when they when the meter hits him, that was kind of scary. Not yeah. well, not when the not after when it the was meter hits him. In them, when they yeah. when the Golden Lords try to, try kill, to him. kill him, yeah, and his hands are bleeding. Sh- they were hitting him. Yeah, he was shot like forty times. Yeah, way more than fifty cent. And it's like, what if he wasn't? <laughs> what if he wasn't? Well, they tried to kill all those people, and he blocked the bullets. Yeah, yeah. And that was a good his, scene. Like, pen, there was so much. Kind of, there's so much attempted murder. Yeah, <laughs> and his hands are bleeding because that the powers a, are wearing off. That and, was a really good scene. He was yeah. like, "I've come to give you." Da-da-da! Yeah, it was very. That was that was kind of ahead of his time scene right yeah. there. So I really think I would I would remake it just because I don't. To me, nothing is sacred. I would remake any movie. I'm that type of person. I don't care. I wanted to see Michael Bay remake the Shawshank Redemption just because why not? If what, I had a billion dollars, I'd make it happen. Eddie Dufresne. So where's can, the explosion? Is it going to be when, in, the, in the sewer when no, Eddie escapes? when Eddie escapes, he escapes in explosion, and when he walks off, it's just boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 and he just walks out. So everybody in Shawshank dies. <laughs> Except for, Except for Red. Except well, for Red. I would probably I would probably make it more so like an action, like instead of him climbing out, he fights his way out. Fight through the through the sisters or through the guards? Through the guards. He's okay. fighting his way out. He's like collecting everything he needs. And next thing you know, he's like built some bootleg weapons and he fights his way out. I'm telling you, man. I would just but that's just me because I like to see different movies made in different styles. So I wouldn't mind seeing like just something, just something that you would never think to be made a certain way. Make it that way. Like, why not? You know, but Mm -hmm. I don't have infinite money, you know. All right. So we're coming up on three hours anyway. Uh, So uh, let's get to my Irom of the Week. That will conclude our discussion on the five heartbeats. Um, I first, well, I've heard this song before, uh, but I started listening to it more after the Last Dance documentary came out. Mm. Uh, it's a song called Super Bon Bon by Soul Coughing. Oh, I like Soul Coughing. Um, and it's one of, this was a song that had to be a hit on like the college radio format. Aren't they from Chicago, Soul Coughing? I have no idea where they're from. Either that or New York, I can't remember. But uh, I like this song and uh, you're going to hear it right now. Super Bon Bon by Soul Coughing. We'll be right back.
All right, that is Super Bomb Bomb by Soul Coughing. You can find that on our BTTYHT Earworms playlist on Spotify right now. So that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Uh, Abraham, if you want people to find you, where can they find you? Oh, man. So I am the host of my own podcast. So if you got if you got just a piece of what's going on in my mind. You, you got want, like uh, half of a percent. You got half of a percent. <laughs> you know, I actually on my show, I'm a little bit more reserved. Um you just, I just have to ham it up for Ben and Greg's uh, pleasure. And we right. don't even have to ask. Yeah, yeah, no, this is just me. Yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah this is, uh, you get that, like, you know, without having to, you know, fill out the form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's free content. <laughs> so the name of the show is the Amverse Podcast. Uh, but we will be changing that because it won't just be A&M anymore. It will be a J. Nice. So, so. the Jamverse. That's exactly. See, that's why they pay Greg the big bucks. That's why he gets the big. <laughs> that's bucks. why he get the. You know, it's be the Jamverse podcast. But right now, if you want to listen to it, it's Amverse um, on Apple and you on Spotify, bro. I don't think I'm on Spotify. I could be. I'm not oh, sure. I don't have Apple. You need to. Why not? I don't want because he doesn't have an iPhone. Yeah, I don't want anything Apple like a normal you. human. I know, man. You 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 fucking up that that Apple ecosystem, Mister Shit. I'll take your word for it. We on Google Podcasts, though. I've been on Apple. I've been on Apple Pod on Apple products before. I just I was not impressed. That's why I left. Ben is a forever anyway, contrarian. So the Amverse podcast. Um, all right, and y'all see y'all will see that in the show notes. All right, so let's end this thing. Let's end this marathon. Um, Nights like this, I wish. We're going to play that song. Yeah, it's my jam. Nights like this. I think it was on on the soundtrack version. It was performed by After 7. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is the soundtrack version. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Peace. Peace. No way.